way to start off a podcast. I'm Josh. Yeah. As always, I'm here joined by Matt. What's up, guys? It smells like pumpkins. <laughs> and temporarily, we're joined by Grace and Son and Dev. <laughs> today we're talking about today we're talking about Galaxy's Edge. We're talking about Edge Chapter Two, and we're talking about Righteous Gemstones. And this is the Nerd Force Podcast. What's going on, Matt? Hey, man. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. All right, so... Not as good as does. Okay, know. so our past uh, podcasters came just to say hi. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, right now they're actually taping their faces up. They look like Squidworth and their other things. But they wanted to at least come on, on to the cast for a few minutes to say what's going on and say hi. Yep. So... Oh, I just got back from a football game. I'm really tired. Um, she I didn't... may be on a nerd podcast, but I'm a cheerleader. Dez is tired, guys, if you didn't know. Dez is tired. Wait, ow! Grayson, you do anything anyway? Just hi, I guess. Just hi? Just hi. What drugs are you doing? Okay. All right, well, thanks, guys. Good to see you again. We will have you on soon for the D&D podcast. Mm-hmm. So. Super mm-hmm. excited for that. Absolutely. So read the rules. Read the rules, and then we will get. We will definitely hook that up. So. All right. So take your tape outside and have a good night. You too. Yes. Goodbye. Enjoy your day. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. So we got for other news today, Matt. Mm, other news. Um, I I don't have a ton. I really don't. I've uh, actually that 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 like I've said before in a couple podcasts that work thing got in the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually got cool. I got sucked in pretty hard to work, and um, you know it's just uh, not a lot going on, and you know from that perspective for me. So I mean, I definitely have things that will probably as we talk, we'll get into a sidebar or probably trigger something. So uh, go from there. Yeah, no, no. I mean, there's a couple of things I want to touch on um, that have happened, and and for those of you who listen to the podcast and aren't familiar with the Twitter handle, um, discussing film. Um, that's where I pull a lot of my news from. Um, it, discussing film talks about um, the um, uh, just same type of stuff that we talk about, but um, they've released that uh, Tom Wellington. You remember Tom? Tom, I think it was Tom Wellington, right? The guy off of Smallville? Yeah. You remember the oh, guy yeah, played yeah, yeah, you're right. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. They're bring that back. Yeah, he's, he's re- reprising yeah. his role. Yes. Not only him, but the girl that plays Laura. Yep. Lane. Yeah. And Lana Lane, yeah, both of them are reprising their roles as well. No, that's. I mean, again, I'm not. I mean, I know you like it, and you've watched it. Yeah, I, I like haven't small watched though. much of it though. Yeah, I haven't watched much of Arrowverse. Like, I watched like the first five seasons of Arrow, and I watched like the first three seasons of um, Flash, but yeah. like it just got way too convoluted. Yeah, I just all that type I, of stuff. I, you know, to me, I I, I think I, I got to be fair with the CW because. I have to look at it like the CW, they have to stretch that stuff out. I mean, I understand that. But the stories that they tell in the CW verse, and that's not even the, probably a proper term to refer to it as, but mm-hmm. like like with Arrow and with even with Flash, 
those things could be condensed in a much more concise form. Yeah. But because they have to do episodic type of uh, attacks to these things, they can they stretch points out to where the point it's like I lose interest. And I, I yeah, I, I think I, yeah, I think what I, they're trying to do versus what they are doing, yeah, are two different things. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're trying to drum up interest based upon these big crossover events. Yeah. And what it does is get gets the average viewer so lost in it, which I am on these shows. There's no way I can keep up with four different shows at the same time right, and right. watch everything else that I really right, want to watch. Right. Well, you I know, mean, but do you think that, like, instead of doing it, like, okay, I, I get what their need is, right? So they're, they're, they're broadcast, so they have to get the advertisers to come on and, and support it and do all that. Th- I get all that stuff. But couldn't they do something... Like even in like take one episode instead of stretching that out over an episode and a half or, or a season and a half, like can't you have like like an event happen in four episodes and then the next event happens in four episodes and keep it moving? Yeah. To me, it's a lot. I mean, I don't want to say this because, but I'm going to say it. But I I feel bad saying it. it to me, it's See. almost like like they're holding back the creativity. That could be there, and I think that the creativity that they have is good, but they, they, they just string it out. They string it out to appease the episode needs, but instead of doing that, how about give us more? You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how I feel about it. I do think that the quality is good. I, I mean, I loved like the first season of Arrow. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I thought, I thought like the first several seasons of Arrow yeah, were really good. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, that's another guy that we talked about before. Arrow, yeah. you know, being like kind of like a, he's he's always in the mix. He's always in the mix. So that's how I feel about it. And I just think that that's where they make that's where they miss the mark. It's like, let's move faster and let's give more, you know, because the more they can bring in, the more they can do, you know. It's like you know, there's nothing wrong with having a five season arc, a five season arc, a three season arc, and then we got to wait to the next season to wrap that up. Mm-hmm. You know, keep them there still. Instead of instead of just doing all these BS episodes in between to get to the end of the season to hold you until the next season. Yep, that's my opinion. But I, I but I but I do stress that I think that the acting's good. I think the characters are good. I think that the people they pick for the characters are great. So that then that's my opinion. So yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't think we're on different pages for this. Um... But the thing about you're talking about with Smallville though, that's interesting. Yeah, that's pretty though. cool. Yeah. So I mean they're doing a big they're doing a big crossover um, for Crisis on Infinite Earths Earths Earth Earths um, Earths. And so they're <laughs> they're um, they're bringing back a lot of the old characters so like with um, him and I don't know if they're going to do like the the guy that played Aquaman or anything like that. Um, but um, and see oh, can I pause you one second? Yeah. So that's the other thing I'm talking about. What you just said, right? So you got two parallel series running, right? You yeah, got Flash, yeah, yeah. you got Arrow, right? So what's wrong with having a bleed over for two or three episodes? Yep. To not only okay, two things will happen here, right? One, your Flash watchers are going to go to Arrow, and your Arrow watchers are going to go to Flash. Now, yep. Nine times out of ten, you got both watchers, but still, yep. that one that doesn't yep. will now be watching both. It's the same as a comic book crossover, right? So you're reading Batman. Damn it, I gotta go buy Arrow. I gotta go buy 
this one. I got to go buy that one, right? So, because you got to know what's happening. Now, you can watch it without doing that. Yeah. But you, but you don't want to. You, yeah. you want to know what's going on. So, you buy the one or two episodes of those comics that fall into that thing. And they always, like, if you always... I think it's a lot easier to do that with comics than it is with, with the TV show because there's there's a lot more context and continuity that's going but are, on with the TV shows. Am I wrong in saying, and again, I don't know this, so I'm asking the question, am I wrong in saying that um, both, are they concurrent? They, the, the, the universes and the, the timelines, are they running at the same time? They're running at the same time, yes. Yeah. So you... you the the crossovers crossovers that I've seen like there's there's a lot to each side so they'll run an episode of the crossover on um, Arrow and then they'll run an episode of the crossover on um, on the Flash and then they'll do one on Supergirl and then one on like DC Legends type of thing but it's it's just there's so much extra stuff that goes along with each episode because they're trying to pull context and continuity and Easter eggs back from the previous seasons of each one of these shows as they're running it on their show. Okay. And you've got to kid you've got to catch all of them to be able to get to understand what's happening within your show that you're watching yeah. within this crossover event. Okay. And so it, it just it becomes too much. But they're all but they're also theater. bringing in like okay, so um the Superman crossover in mm-hmm. so what is what's that dynamic what you know what the storyline is going to be or anything well it's it's crosses on infinite earth so like they it's it's that he like he exists within a parallel timeline of what um would have happened with if, given that that smallville continued okay so it's going to exist in per, present day but with within a parallel universe Okay. Like Earth Two versus Earth One, okay. type of thing within DC. So reference uh, five episodes ago, where Josh broke down all the parallel parallel universes, universes yeah. for, <laughs> yeah. and I had to draw a diagram. Um, yeah. If anybody gets parallel universes, it's Josh. He gets them all. So. Yeah. Um, other news uh, with uh, Paul Rudd. We talked a lot about Paul Rudd in this yeah. um, podcast. Big fan of Paul Rudd. Love, he's, love him. He's great. He's doing a new show on. He's doing a new movie on Netflix, um, called Living with Yourself. What's the that? so it's really really cool. You remember there was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and you're gonna name it, and I'm, I'm I forget the name of it, but I'll I'll let you correct me. Um, it's to one where Arnold um, clones himself, and then the clone goes and lives with his family. Or, or he like the he, Arnold wakes up and he goes and finds his family living with this man that that is him, right? But it's presumably a clone, and so um, same type of premise, but it's done from like a comedy perspective. You don't remember this movie? No, I don't, and that's surprising because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think Arnold clone. And I get it because Arnold did some, like he did Kindergarten Cop. He did so he did some comedic stuff. He no, it's did, not. The movie that Arnold did was not comedic. It was not comedic. No, um, but the way they're doing it with, um, with uh, Rudd, Rudd is comedic, which makes such good sense. That makes it that that's going to be really funny. Yeah. So what they're doing is, the the premise of it is that there's this organization that that says that they can. They can genetically purge you of like all of your unhappiness. 
and so Rudd is this this very miserable person. Like he's he goes and works his nine to five, and he's very unhappy with it. And um, the sixth day was the movie I was thinking about. Um, but he goes. I, I, I didn't see it. I, I you didn't see it. I, it oh, wasn't even really on my radar movie. screen. When did it come out? You um, two. Uh, hold on a second. I, I've got the IMDb page up here. Um, six day, two thousand. Wow, I, so, mean, I missed that one, dude. I don't even know. That's how really good movie. If you, I would definitely recommend going. I, to go see I will it. watch right. it. I will definitely watch it because I want to get context before I go to the yeah. red thing. So the exact same premise, but um, Rudd Rudd um, is this plays this character that's that's miserable in his nine to five, and like it, the right. way that the the trailer opens up, it, like you, it doesn't appear like Rudd. It appears like like Adam Sandler like playing punch drunk love. Yeah. Type of Adam Sandler versus okay. like regular okay. Adam Sandler. All right, I got so you. you kind of get like right in this very serious role, and you're like, yeah. uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but but then it, it opens up, and and there's this company, there's this ad within this ad um, that says, you know, hey, um, we'll, you know, your 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 melancholy days are behind you. Come here, spend all the, your money on us, and we'll make sure that you're happy for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So he goes and does this thing, the spa treatment type of thing, and they, the premise is that they're gonna they're gonna purge all of his all of his uh, um, his his depression and stuff from him genetically. They're gonna alter his code to where he he he's gonna be happy all the time, and then so he goes and wakes up and he goes back to his family. Well, so like they, half they, a day into this, there's this guy that broke into his house and it's Tilm, but it's like it's a pissed off version of him it's like the the version that we saw at the beginning of the, the wow. thing so he's like yeah i woke up in a grave in a wrap or in a uh in a plastic bag and then i walked six miles here to find you with my family and so they're trying to like it turns from that into like a, a multiplicity okay. with uh okay. yeah. you remember that movie keaton. with yeah, keaton? Yeah, keaton yeah yeah so like a michael keaton type of thing yeah. and so it looks hilarious the way that, and he's, he's like, is he's like what? after himself at this point. Like at, at one point in the commercial, he's like trying to kill himself. Like the, the pissed off version of trying to kill the happy version of himself. Fantastic. So, and you know what? That's something that you, like, like as you describe it, I'm thinking like how I can visualize Rudd doing this, but yeah. what's going to be funny is like how he does it though. Cause he can do it. And he, he definitely can do it. Oh, dude, that sounds so funny, dude. What what's what platform is that on? Netflix. Oh, and it's a series or a movie? I think it's just a movie. Movie, nice. Yeah, the way that I've seen it is it's uh, it's just a movie. It's called um, Living with Yourself. So you get a release on that? And- um, <laughs> I don't see a release. October eighteenth, so just around the corner. Really? That's the first... Dude, that is the first... It just released. Like, the first trailer just released, like, this past week. Yeah, but, I mean... Come yeah. On. You know Rudd's in our feeds, right? Yeah. So, I mean, all the stuff that he does, all the goofy Ghostbuster stuff he does, all the other yeah. stuff he does, and not I've heard nothing, nothing. on this. Nothing. Nope. It's been, like, radio silence. Yeah. That's cool, though. That's awesome. That sounds great. Um, Ghostbusters 2020. Yeah. Uh, we have had confirmation from everybody except for the Charleston local native of Bill Murray on oh, Ghost Rooster 2020. He'll be there. He'll be, um, dude, he'll be there. 
You don't think? What, I don't what, know. What, what is your take? My personal feeling is just. I think he'll do a cameo. I don't think. Uh, I well, don't think I mean, it'll be a big thing. No, but but, but even that, even just give, getting a cameo cameo from him in there yeah, is, is that's all, all you really need to. That's do all on. you really need because you really got to you got to pass the mantle at some point, you know. And the mantle obviously was not passed with the female version. Unfortunately, it was not passed. Right. So now we're going we're going back to Ghostbusters again. Which well, I, yeah. I know this is dear to your heart, and I know you love Ghostbusters. Oh, I, I adore Ghostbusters. You, yes. I know, I know you love them, and I love Ghostbusters too. But it just that unfortunately fell flat. No, absolutely, yeah. I mean, and and to the effect to where like it's not a part of, part of continuity anymore. Yeah, it's it's completely yeah. its own thing, and mm-hmm. and yeah. null and void as far as like moving on goes. So, and, and you know what? That's the smart move because that's a product that has yeah. potential. And um, and I think that you can't not... And again, that's the same one that has um, Reitman's son doing the script yeah. and everything for it. So And again, obviously, it's not Ivan. It's his son, and I get it. And there was... Oh, Ivan's involved the same in one. So, but yeah, I get it. But I mean, but his son is the one that's leading the charge. Yeah. And you know what? Hey, let's do it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And I, I'm excited about it. And I, and I think that... You know, I'm just guessing it. I don't know. Obviously, we don't know Bill Murray, but we do know his personality. Because living in Chucktown, you know what he does. You yeah. know how he is, and like yeah. he, he truly does care yeah. about, about his fans and, people. and the people. Just, yeah, just people, people in around. general yeah. and stuff. And it's like he's definitely a solid guy, and I think that he would definitely take the time to do that, especially since he's doing some of these other unique. He's a, he does a lot of like these indie projects too, you know, which. You know, I get that, you know, fine, be a serious actor, but let's be honest, it's Bill Murray, so give me Bill Murray. And I, he'll, well, I, I, all right, I'm going to push my chips in and say, we're going to see him. Yeah, I would probably agree. I, I would agree that he's at least going to be in there for a cameo. Yeah, and that's all um, we need. That's all we need. Yeah, that's honestly all we need. Um, on the, the same topic, but, but um, slightly different, um, Dan Aykroyd this past week was on, um, on Joe Rogan. Uh, if if you listen to Joe Rogan, definitely you know check that out. On his MMA podcast or on no the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh, he, okay. He just like, okay. You know, just okay. general okay. podcast. He yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. aliens and Bigfoot yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really interesting podcast. Um, no, but I, he's that it's a good podcast. He he also mentioned his um his vodka. We've got to try his vodka. He does like the Crystal Skull vodka. And we hey. we've got to, we've got to do uh, like a review on that. But yeah, he was uh, he was on the podcast. It was very good. I've definitely taken a listen to it. Um, anything with Dan Aykroyd, like I'll I'll devote some time to. Well, I mean, and again, I mean, he's comedic gold. I mean, he's a genius. Yeah. He's a genius. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's like I mean, I'm dating myself. I'm dating myself, and I don't really care. Yeah. Blues but, Brothers. I mean, I'll even go back to uh, Saturday Night Live. Too. Saturday Night Live, yeah. Blues, so, yeah. but and then move into Blues Brothers. But I mean, even like his Elroy Coneheads. Uh, oh God! Okay, hold on a second. Time, <laughs> time on the Coneheads. But let's go back to Elwood, right? He yeah. played Elwood. No, was it that? Wait, he was Elwood, right? Yeah, I think he was Elwood, and then and um, Belushi was Belushi was the other one. Yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, and and the thing is with the Blues Brothers too. It holds up. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, you can take away it like, does, it, like yeah. look at the different like goofy cars and stuff like that, whatever. But Blues Brothers holds up, and um, okay, Coneheads. So yeah. Coneheads, I enjoyed. 
And that's with Jane Seymour, which I have a name. No, not Jane. Oh, stop. it's not you Jane Seymour. You almost had a name. It's Jane. Okay, she's from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jane something. It doesn't matter. But anyways, um, but when we talk about Coneheads, though, we really got to think about bringing Ken on, though. Yeah, that. we do. He was he, always doing the, the... Always. He has got every line. I have to battle the Norfolk. So he's the guy that quotes... By the lines. way, that's what I call like jerking it, is, is battling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carful the Norfolk. Yeah. I'm like a Carful Norfolk. <laughs> there you go. And that's what... Uh, and Ken brings a... Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin. That's who it is. I had Jane. So can I get credit for yeah, Jane? You get half a point. I get half a point? Okay, thanks. But... Um, you know, we gotta, we gotta, and again, Josh, I'm just like, I know we're on air, but we gotta talk about a little bit. We gotta get Ken on for that and yeah, talk about Ken a little bit and just talk about, you know, his. Ken has a different perspective on a lot of things. So I think he'd be cool to bring on. He would be cool to bring on. And we could do that with him easily. Yeah, yeah we gotta do that before um, the new Ghostbusters movie must Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure, for sure. And uh, did you do other news? There was um, the Crown season three. The new trailer dropped for that. Yeah. Oh. Um, you, oh. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Definitely new new actors in all parts. Yeah. So different seeing, but the the only actress that they really showed was the queen, um, and that was previously the the girl who did an amazing yeah. job. And oh, I'm not gonna dude, she name. was absolutely and impeccable. Yes. So good. And I'll tell you why. You know why? Because I lived in England during the yes. time of her anointment. Not not when she first came in, but I was there during the Silver Jubilee of the Queen yep. and everything. And it's like just okay, first off, if you don't live in England and you don't know their culture, it's all about the royals. The royals it's yeah. all about. It. I mean, it's like that's their Kardashians in a sense. Yeah. You know. It's and, the biggest horse trap in London by oh, far. Oh, without question. But it's beautiful, yeah. though. I mean, yes. if you go see the changing of the guards, yep. that stuff. But thing is, is that the reason that that stuff still. Ha- I mean, that's not. The thing is, is English people love tradition. They don't change. And the thing is, is that the changing of the guards is something that's always happened, but it became it, it became a thing. And then those those guards have been changing like that for centuries. Yep. You know, and you know it's it, in the beef eaters, like they're in their little boxes and stuff like that, and it's no joke. You can go up to them, and like you know try to they don't move. They do not move. Mm-hmm. And you know it's 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 amazing. It's something. It's something to see. If you haven't experienced it, I mean it's hard to explain it, but you got to see it. But I will tell you this: she was absolutely. Hands down, phenomenal. And I can't get enough credit there. That's good. She's really good. And so, I mean, it's not something we talk about all the time with those yeah. type of shows, but she. Oh, it's is, a fantastic show. It, it, I've watched, I've watched every down. episode. So, yeah. and I will watch this one that's coming out. So. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, the wife and I watch it, but even if it wasn't for Andrea, I would, I would still watch it. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. Great show. Um, now, granted, this new season is a different actress that's yeah. playing the queen, but. If you watch the trailers, she does as well of a job within that that oh, snippet cool. that you get. Oh, see, I didn't know she dropped out. No, no, because they're they're aging up like a, by decades, so they're they're covering like three different. The, all right, so who's replaced her? 
Uh, I don't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that. So yeah, it has the exact same same cadence to her. Has the exact same um, draw that that she yeah. has within her voice. The other thing too is she's a very, like what that woman played in that movie too. Because she is, she's a very small woman, and that woman is a very small woman that plays her too. Uh-huh. She's like like I mean I'm saying if, if she's five one, she's like that's soaking wet and like in heels. Olivia Coleman. Damn, doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know who she is. Yeah, but, but she does. She plays a very. Um, it's supposed to be the queen forties. Or so, okay. you know, 1970s or so. Okay. So, it's it's a different era. Yeah. And it's that's, more the that's queen that I why. would know, though, because that's yeah, when I was exactly. there. So, so, like, late 70s, 80s. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, it was, um, it's it's meant to be an older queen. Yeah. But uh, it sounds exactly, like, does does the, the exact same cadence, like I said. Yeah. Does the exact same draw. Sounds like the queen. It's awesome. If you were to listen to the queen from back then, it, it sounds like yeah. the queen. That's cool. That's I don't cool. want to pay myself as cultured because I'm definitely not, but I do know a little bit about British culture. Um, the streaming wars have begun. <laughs> so the gauntlet's been tossed. Yeah. The we we we've also obviously got like Netflix, um, Hulu. Um, we've talked about HBO Max, um, CBS All Access, Amazon Prime. Um, we have Apple TV Plus joining the mix now. Uh-huh. Um, Peacock, which is Universal NBC's um, lineup. Something called Citrion Channel um, and Quavi. Okay, what? Okay, I, I, just, I mean, I, what do they bring in? Those two, the last two. Not a clue. Nothing. Okay, so they're yeah. just like getting in. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, they're we establishing know a presence. They're establishing a presence. So I mean, that's like nine ten yeah providers okay. no, i get it i get but, it i get it yeah i but that those are the ones that have announced that they're offering um streaming platforms uh and and it's gonna be interesting to see how those all wake up but it's really all i got for it <laughs> just interesting that there are like that many yeah. now no i mean i mean it's funny though because it's like content wise how we get content and stuff like that and the, st- the content that we talk about josh we don't talk about content that's on NBC, ABC, and CBS. We don't talk mm-hmm. about because there's not a lot there. Well, I mean, we did talk about we talked about Star Trek, and no, 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 um, no, 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 no. Okay, we did, and we yeah. will continue. But you know what? That's not on NBC. It's on CBS. Or I mean, sorry, it's not on CBS. It's on CBS's app. Yes. So if you want to watch it, you got to buy the app. Yes. And that's and and they have other programming on that app. That's same thing with exclusive only to the app. So well, yeah, yeah, because it was so the same it, thing with uh, the same, it, the, with the, Twilight Zone. Twilight mm-hmm. Zone was the other one. Yeah. The model, though, is the same. So yes. Though in but most of the content that like I said we don't we don't it's like it's it's I find it interesting that we don't we're not finding we're not finding new TV shows new TV shows releasing of, on their network. That are versions. that are relevant to us. Yes, but I'm not saying they're not releasing because they are. Well, yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get the 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 15th season of Grey's Anatomy and you know yeah Chicago Med and Chicago PD and all that good stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, like Criminal Minds, you know, whatever. Okay, I gotta be honest with you. But I, I, there's nothing on network television. That I tune in to watch. Yeah. Is there anything that you tune in to watch? There's nothing that like beyond MLB, which by oh. the way, Braves just 
clinched the division today. Congratulations to the Braves. Yeah. I got to give my props <laughs> to the Braves. You know what? As a Pirate fan, and I will go to my grave as a Pirate fan, we are 21.5 games behind. Yeah. And I don't think, I, I do believe that we're mathematically eliminated. So we're done. <laughs> as, um, and, oh, God. It's with a, but you know with what? a week left in the season, yeah, I believe well, that you're correct. Mm-hmm. We're done. But, hey, you know what? Good for the Braves, man. You know what? And I'll tell you right now. I'm going to talk about sports a little bit. But uh, Braves, <laughs> this is a young team, too. So this, this team that you're looking at right now, and they did this last year, too. So this is going to happen again. And it's going to continue to happen. And the Braves are going to—they got a chokehold right now. And as long as they keep signing these guys, and these got the young guys that mean something to this team are locked up. So no, absolutely, yeah. You've got definitely a young cast yeah. with um, a young Acuna, cast again roster yeah, with Cunha, yeah. Albies, um, Kohler, uh, um, uh, mm-hmm. Charlie Culberson, yep. um, Dansby, Dansby Swanson. You know, you, you've got you've just got. Fifteen um, young guys, and so you know, you know, you know, you know what the pirates have? A pedophile. <laughs> I wasn't so, gonna bring it up. So we have a pedophile that was our closer, the nightmare, which he is a nightmare <laughs> because he's just causing more nightmares. And uh, so yeah, he's done. And uh, it's just it's been ever definitely since, a nightmare for some kids oh out there. Oh my goodness! And the thing is, it's like we have nobody. Once McCutcheon left us, we have nobody. And God, I love McCutcheon, and I wish him so well, and I want him to get a wearing somewhere. I just hope he does. And I, and I will always, always support McCutcheon till the day I die because he's such a good, good, good person. But the Pirates will never, ever, ever be anything until they change their management and change their leadership and get rid of the people in charge. Nutting, Huntington, get rid of those guys. they got to do something. Get rid of the manager. He's got to go to... And it's just got to change, and it's not going to happen. So, and then my Steelers, I'm not going to get too far into that one too. But here we go, Ben's out. You know, we lost Antonio, we lost Le'Veon Bell, and here we go again. You know, so it's like you know we're already zero and two. Hey, you know what? It is what it is. But anyways, bottom line, congrats to the Braves, man. Good for them. So, I have told Josh, and I will tell my Pittsburgh fans, don't hate me. But I will watch the World Series if the Braves make it. I'll watch it with Josh Good. because Josh is an Atlanta fan. So I will watch. And now, now I will have no attire on. Oh, for the I'm, I'm buying your hat. Okay. <laughs> I'll be wearing my jersey. You'll wear a hat. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, I'll try to get you a black hat. Okay. Thank you. With with a A on it. Yeah, and, and a veil. Yeah. And a veil. <laughs> Right. A golden veil to go over the a. But I will tell you what's coming up, though. Hockey season. Hockey season's coming. And I'll tell you right now, Sydney's coming a-calling. And I'm <clears> telling <throat> you right now, the Penguins poised for business. Well, they are poised for business, as they always are. Kessel's gone, which has got rid of this whole disruption between him and Malkin. I'm telling you right now, watch for the Penguins. Watch well, it's, it's for a, the Penguins. It's a good year for the 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 sports that Josh cares about because <laughs> the Braves are doing really, really well um, into the postseason. And then I'm going to go buy a bunch of catfish. That way, yeah. anytime the, the, the Predators play the Penguins and the Predators win, I can leave a big old catfish yeah. up on your porch. <laughs> okay. All right. I hear you. But uh, probably won't happen, so you're going to have a bunch of dead fish. <laughs> yeah, so. <probably. laughs> Uh, oh. Sidebar. Yeah, back on, back on the pace. 
Um, yeah, I mean, the streaming wars, but I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's really nothing else to talk about. Obviously, we've already talked about all the stuff that's coming out. For all those, we talked about C last um, last week that yeah, that's coming out uh, yeah, uh, with Apple, Apple TV. TV. Yeah, um, the only thing we haven't really talked about is Lord of the Rings. They started filming yeah, that in New you're Zealand. Right. Oh no, that's a good point. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, this past week, there's really no other news than they started filming. No casting. No nothing yeah. like that. So um, we'll definitely keep you up to date as far as that. I'm definitely keeping my pulse upon that. I'm yeah. a big Lord of the Rings fan. Big J.R.R. Tolkien fan. Yeah. But, um, yeah, nothing really new. Um, Birds of Prey, though, um, the new um, yeah. film with with uh, DC and um, Harley Quinn um, yeah. coming out. Official release date, fe- uh, February 7th Oof. next year. I'm going to wait, but that's fine. Yeah. I'm good with that. Uh, just a post-release so far. So. Yeah. Um, well, well, they had the, the trailer earlier, the, yeah. the teaser trailer, um, but but no actual context trailer. Um, and then um, Rick and Morty has been slated for November uh, to coincide with the adult film or the adult the adult film the Adult Swim um, festival. Uh, this in Atlanta. Okay, so let me ask you a question though. Yeah. So love Rick and Morty. Yeah. Gold standard, got it. All right, so when we look at that genre, okay, and we're not talking superheroes, we're just talking like Rick and Morty genre or whatever. Yeah, adult animation uh, genre. Anime, like, okay, so what else do we got? I mean, well, there's that there's that Disenchanted on Netflix that's coming back out for season two. That was actually really good. That's the guys that did um, Futurama. Okay. Um, and that that one's pretty good if you haven't checked that one out. Um. We have Boondocks, which is coming oh, back that's out. Great. Yeah, Boondocks, which we cannot quote at all. No, but first off, Boondocks. I mean, that's been a quite a pregnant pause on them. Yes, it has, and and I would be, I would be very surprised if they do not have like some type of um, PC culture backlash from Boondocks because they're so anti. I mean, just think about Uncle Roscoe oh. from Boondocks, where he's like the black white supremacist type. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're gonna if they keep along the same lines that they were keeping along before. While the TV show was great, Roscoe though, exactly. Uncle Roscoe has to be Uncle Roscoe. Yeah, if you change that character, you're gonna have people backlash on you. Mm -hmm. But if you keep that character the same, (laughs) you're gonna have fewer people, but with louder voices because of the mainstream media backlash against you. But do you think that because of the medium that that's under? I mean, they get a broader. Well, they're, they they're get a wider. They get a wider berth underneath Adult Swim. Yes, but they're but being not just released under Adult Swim. Yes, under Adult Swim, of course they get that. Yeah. But just because it's animated too, they get a. I think they even like because it's adult. Animation. I would agree with you if it wasn't for what just happened to Chappelle and what happened to. Um, what happened to Chappelle? People, the, there's there's a whole cancel his, culture thing, like the most recent. You mean his thing? This thing, because he did the the alphabet. You want to talk about that? Yeah, sure, we can talk Let's about talk it. Let's talk about it. All right, so so he did he did I, a. I watched it, so go ahead. Yeah, he did he did a joke about the letters of the alphabet people. Yeah. And you know those that fall in line with LGBTQIA plus squared. Whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, whatever. And so he 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 did a really funny joke about how. 
how you know the, the they're on a car trip. They're on a car trip, and you know they're they're all going to the same point, and the the G's are driving, or the G's or the L's are driving. I yeah. forget which one. The G's are driving, and they're yeah, and and the L's were were along for the ride, and then um, they they stop along. There's a hitchhiker on the way, and they pick him up, and he's a B, and he's they're like, where are you going? He's like. Or no, no, he's a Q. Q. Yeah, he's a Q. And booty shorts. And booty shorts. And mm-hmm. he's like, they're like, where are you going? He's like, uh, I, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks in the back. And, looks, and the back's, the the, back. it's, a, it's a three-seater. <laughs> yeah. So in the third seat, you have the T. Yeah, the T. And he's like, I don't know, where, where are they going? Yeah. <laughs> Where's T going? <laughs> and so, it's, it's a really funny joke. We're butchering it, but... Yeah. It's a really, really yeah. funny joke, but though they backlashed on him because he, because he made, because but great, he made fun of everybody. He I'll made fun of, he made fun of black people. He made fun of white people. He made fun of pro-gun people, anti-gun people. It doesn't matter. It, it, it was everybody. I'm gonna tell you that, one thing right now. Thing, I found that to be some of the smartest. Yes, absolutely. Yes, written comedy that yes. I have seen in a very long especially time. like the anti-abortion or the not the anti. The abortion joke that he made, yeah, to where he's like, he's like, he's like, listen, guys, yeah, if if you're a guy and you have a thing in between your legs, then you have no say in it. Yeah. He goes, as long, as long, yeah, as we can disown it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> After, yeah. Afterwards, yeah. you have you have every right to kill the thing. He juxtaposed yeah. everything. Yes, and and, and, that's and what's fell missing. fell on neither side of the fence, and that was what was absolutely ingenious about it he offended yeah. everybody and nobody at the same time and you know what what's funny is if you look in the audience it's a blend of black white yes. asian there's every nationality you can think of and i don't think it was intentional i think these are just the people that came to the show mm-hmm. and he didn't I, change at all and That's the thing what, is, the thing. if if people can't be mature enough to look at the quality of that comedy I feel ashamed that people are that unintelligent because well, that's not, the, the comedy is funny. The, if you just looked at it on its surface, yeah, you're going to laugh. It's funny, blah, 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 blah. But I'm telling you what, if you look underneath it all, he constructed a show that is smart and it actually covers every. It covers everybody's emotion no matter what side you're on, right, left, middle, whatever. It doesn't matter. He... I thought that was so well done that he that to me that is an Emmy. Yes, that's absolutely. An Emmy. It won't. That get is an it. Emmy. It won't get it. He needs nominated for it because I'm telling you what he, he absolutely needs. It. Whatever. That's my opinion. I just I couldn't believe how well how well done it was because I'll be honest with you, I love like I love Kevin Smith. He's one you know. One of, or not Kevin Smith. I'm Kevin James. He's one of my favorite guys. I love him. Love King of Queens. My favorite show of all time is King of Queens, and uh, you know his stand-ups are just—they placate, and they're just—they're they're not even that funny. You know what I mean? His his best work has been King of Queens. That's it. Yeah. So, and they have these guys on all the time, and it's like, and you, don't get me wrong, Adam Sandler's piece. The reason that resonated with me is because of Farley the Farley song. piece, the yeah. Farley thing. That ripped my heart out and stepped yeah. on it and then just yep. put it back in my chest and I, ripped it out and stepped on it. Yeah, again. I mean, I, I told it's you, just, I, was, yeah. I was on a, the middle of a packed plane watching that and oh. I was bawling my eyes out. I mean, crying, crying, because, yeah. I mean, that's just so 
Oh, that was so good. That, but see, <clears throat> he'll probably get something for that. Yeah, but before but Chappelle, Chappelle will get will. something for this. Yeah. And so, I think that, that we need to reevaluate. This. So here's the thing: is that I think that you're absolutely right on all accounts. Chappelle absolutely should deserve an award for this because it's it's masterful what he's doing. It's it's he's a wizard. Yes, and but but and and Chappelle hasn't changed at all. Like Chappelle, and this that's is the, the beauty of Chappelle. This is the same comedy that he was doing on the Chappelle Show. Yeah, absolutely. But you have to look contextually when the Chappelle Show existed. Mm-hmm. What did we not have that we have now? Well, lots of things. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't have. We didn't have Twitter. We didn't have Facebook, or yeah. at least to the presence that we have now. And so we've got we've got this voice box for a bunch of stupid people. Yeah. That that normally would be shouting in their town square and be like, oh well, that's just Jimmy, the town idiot. You know, kids don't pay attention to him. You know, we'll let him say whatever he wants to say. But now we've got a presence online for people like that, and they're able to say things. You know, like see, but what I look like, at, I'm offended because you're he, compl- he, it would have been great if he wouldn't have made fun of the LGBT people. He made fun of everybody. He like it wasn't. I mean, everyone. Yes. You're right, everyone. And it's not a matter of like, okay, making sure that you make fun of everybody. I don't think it was a check the box thing of making fun of everybody. But when you looked at the diversity of that audience and the laughs that he received and the way that people reacted and things like that, it's smart comedy. And people can say, oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes. It's extremely smart. And I don't think that you can see that. And again, I called him a wizard. And I, and I believe that he's a wizard, dude. He can definitely weave this. And he and he put out this, this I, I don't know, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And... You know, he's kind of like, obviously he was gone for a long time, comes back and does this. But when you look at the cross-section of the demographic of that audience and all of them are laughing at the same time, at the same pieces, there's not one person that's up there being like, Now, they're all laughing. You know what? Let's think about this. We need to step back and maybe start laughing at ourselves a little bit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Let's be real. Let's yeah. just skip back and be real, you know. Yeah. And that—that's how I feel about it. And yeah. I just think I cannot. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm so glad you brought that up. You didn't even tell me you were bring that up tonight. No, I'm so I didn't glad you did it. because it was great. Yeah. So you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I—I I feel like to to circle back. Um, I don't. I don't. I feel like something like Boondock Saints will not work today because of what's happened most recently with that. Like you said, everybody within the audience appreciated it and enjoyed it because they were there to see Chappelle. But, but within on Rotten Tomatoes alone, on Rotten Tomatoes, he got a zero zero percent score. That's. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Zero percent. Really? Yes. You know what then then you know what i i you know we're, we won't fix we we can't fix society i mean we we can't obviously but he is now he is now up to an average of 79 so but uh, okay. by, you know, initially whenever they had the initial ratings come out it yeah. was zero percent wow based upon not not the the viewer rating you know what that rating. was though though i guarantee you what that a lot of that was people that like, okay, Rotten Tomatoes supposedly is controlled by people that 
appreciate it or watch yeah. it, right? There's still influencers in there. Yeah. Okay? So I think that people were probably holding back and waiting to see what other people are going to say, what people are going to do. And if you saw zero rating for a while, that could be the case. And then as soon as some, as soon as some people come out and either support it and say, oh, this is really interesting, this is this is... This is this is intriguing comedy or whatever it might be. Then people will jump on board more. But um, I think 80s low. I think 79s low. It should it should be higher. Yeah, I would say like opinion. 95 or so. Yeah, I mean you're gonna. Yeah, but stones, again, it's like to me, it's like the only. Oh no, I'm sorry. It wasn't. It wasn't the tomato or the the critic score. What that was overall for Dave Chappelle's stuff was 79. For the Sticks and Stones special this year, it was 35 percent. Uh, are you kidding me? No. 99% audience score, 35% critic score. Really? Yes. So the critics gave it 35% Rotten Tomatoes. Six and Stones registers as a, a temper tantrum, the product of a man who wants it all money, fame, influence, without much having um, to answer to anyone. Well, you know what? These people are worried about their jobs. That's all it is. I, I don't know what I to don't, say. I, I mean, like I, like I said, I think uh, you're right, but they're worried about their jobs because people within this, this echo chamber have this capability to be able to, First off, to throw a stone and I, say, you know, oh, you know, he made fun of people that have L's that associate with, with L's or B's or G's or T's. Well, that was just that was just like five minutes of the show, though. That's so, what they're getting pissed off about. But though. I mean, where like so he pissed. I'm sure. Okay, he again, pissed off. If you're so off far, a, if you're so far left or he, so far right, you're going to be in one of these categories. Well, he he made fun he of hillbillies and West, gun, well, or, first off, if you're a gun owner, you're yeah, going to be I pissed, mean, right? I used to be a gun owner. Somebody stole them all one time, and I didn't report it, and just kind of let let go of it. But my point being is that, like, so he pissed off gun owners too. Yeah. But I mean, but he's a gun owner. Yeah. So it's like that was, he, that was the whole thing. Was like, was like, yeah. Like, I don't believe in guns. I mean, I own guns. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah. the, but that's where the hypocrisy comes in. It's like yeah. the hypocrisy juxtaposed, whatever you want to call it. It all comes into play, and I think that you know, again, it, I mean. It, we're probably getting probably more into like who you know our feelings are on different things, but the bottom line is I'm get sure it's our podcast. We it's our still, podcast, yeah. whatever we want to do. But I'm I'm more of a get along guy too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like I if you want to fine if you want to do this, you want to do that. I don't care. You're in America. You can do whatever you want to. There's certain rules that we have here. Yeah, you need to abide by. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I have expectations if you know if you're here that you do these things. Just like if I was in a if I was in a foreign country, which I have been in, there's things that I had to do that maybe weren't right in my alley, but I did them because I lived there. So it's the same principles, and I'm not saying that from a redneck perspective. I'm saying it from a reality perspective. You know what I mean? Just like you know, those are that's a reality situation, and it's like I, I don't know. Here's a, I just think you know what, Josh. I just find it short-sighted. I find it unintelligent. I find it here, here's out of another ignorance, review. and I find it out of just it's just ridiculous. Here's another review from an Ian Thomas Malone um, saying that lacking empathy can certainly be amusing, but Sticks and Stones, which is the name of the comedy special, is a tired routine by a man who forgot to layer jokes into his act. Too often sounding like a pundit on Fox News. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 
What does he want to... What, so he wants Chappelle to come up and do black. Uh, first of all, I don't think that this person goes by he. Just judging by their profile oh, he, picture. he picks his pronouns? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's okay. a they. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely a they. Um, just guessing, but uh, to be safe. Well, I don't care what I'm... I'll call Ian ridiculous. Yeah. Ian, goodbye. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's just it's it's that type of stuff that got the 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 review thirty or the the special thirty five percent. Okay. Well, anyways, um, I think that we made it clear how we feel about it, and I think people yeah. that listen to us that appreciate us could obviously have yeah. an elect that could support, understand what that really was about. And I think when you can start to look at other perspectives and not only look at them but laugh at them, is when you start to realize how ridiculous some of extreme points of views can be and yeah. you know what i think he brings that out and i appreciate that and when you can bring it out through comedy that even makes it easier for people to accept it and be able to mend build and grow from it yeah and i just think that it's just sad it's so sad that people cannot just appreciate that art art as josh has talked about before dictates a lot of things right yeah. and Comedy is an art, and this art is dictates an art. policy exactly. What, yeah. So we can talk about like different arts and this and that or whatever, and we talk about arts that have no influence, but this art has influence. Yeah. So let's look at the like the guy. Here, okay, here's another one. All right, we'll get off of this in a minute because yeah. So the guy that just got selected for SNL, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you see yeah. that? So the one yeah, guy the, was the, like, the, like O'Carry or Cannon or whatever his name is. Yeah. So he was talking about. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I'll. I'll see if I can find the video and I can play it under um, uh, underneath. But the this SNL um, uh, to be actor, when he was selected to be part of the troupe for SNL this season. He was already done. It was a done deal. He was selected. He's ready to go. And then this happens. Yeah. So he was um, uh, he he was he was grilled for a racial slur. And here's the, let me see if this is the racial slur, but he, I don't want to say it just in case I'm offending anybody, but um, he called a, an Asian, a, an Asian racial slur, but based upon, yeah, I, I can't find the, but anyways, yeah. Kick back in. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, the this is what the guy said. I, I don't, oh. Damn, Chinatown's fucking nuts. It's crazy. It is full fucking China, dude. It's yeah, Chinese down there. I wonder how that started. They just built one fucked up looking building, and people were like, "All right, no one said anything." Those fucking chinks live there, huh? <laughs> well, they built these fucking. Yeah, so he says the F and you know, and then the the C word. What the the. The vernacular for well, China people. Words quoting. It says yeah. he says chinks. Yeah, yeah, fucking chinks live there. Yeah. But but he says and but a guy would say you know and I think that was the quote was that um, who why uh, and here let me let me go back just a few seconds and play it again but it's it's um, it's not even speaking from like his point of view it's not it's not from like a first person type of view. Anything those fucking chinks live there. Huh? Well, they I hate that. Looking building and people are like. Alright, no one said anything. Those fucking chinks live there. Yeah, and people are like, so you know, he, he's not speaking from like. But even if it was, 
know, it's the same thing that Chappelle goes back and says about the PR person. He's like, it's like, why can't I say that for talking about like the vernacular for gay people? And they're like, well, because because you're not gay. And he's like, but I say the N word like constantly on TV. And they're like, yeah, but you're you're not gay. You can't say that word. He's like, well, I'm not the N word either. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, it's it's the same type of thing. Like like you know, it there there shouldn't be. I feel like we're we're in a mix between like Fahrenheit 451 and like like Animal Farm and like 1984 all mixed into one oh, to where like, like to where there there's this big push to like like no these are the 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 vernaculars that you can't use and these are like granted like like if I impose like I choose not to say those types of things most of the time because. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but that's my choice. Like it shouldn't be pushed down anybody's throat. Like, like if you like, if, if, if that's the, if that's how people act and people act on a regular basis, then yes, absolutely. Get away from those types of people, but let them bury themselves like that. Yeah. There's no reason that, that anybody should be pushing them around that. You should have enough faith and humanity to, to understand that, that only a small percentage are white supremacists and only a small percentage uh, are racist and, and only a small percentage like would or would actually any... treat people like this well, nowadays. Well, again, it's <laughs> okay. So, to what you just said, completely get it, right? Yeah. But so you're going to take a comedian yes. who is well, that's actually an interview, so that's a little bit different. Uh, it's a podcast. A pod- podcast interview, but he's yeah. still on the podcast. He's not yeah. doing his stick. Right? Uh, yeah, I would say like kind of trying but to do a thing bit. Is, yeah, but, I mean, but, but the bottom line, he's still doing his stick because he's yeah. obviously trying to get yeah. people to good shows or whatever it might be, whatever. So yeah, so you can see where it's like could be okay. You know, was this so inappropriate that it's cost him his his job? You know, which it did. Ultimately, and like he's like, whatever, fuck it, I don't care. I'm not going to work for the SNL now, so I'll yeah. go on and do whatever. And to be honest with you, he'll probably be bigger now than what he was as a bit player on SNL. But the thing is, is that at, at, at some point we have to separate, especially now on SNL. By the way, well, yeah, yeah. like really, unless he was going to resurrect it, like, <laughs> oh, geez. please, please, do not yeah. ban me from SNL and give me yeah. all this free press. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so he's getting it. So he's gonna. People are gonna go see him or whatever. Still, that's immaterial. Yeah. But the um, my point being is, um, it's. Jeez, oh, I forgot my point already. But um, all right. So again, the same thing is if this is part of someone's act, it's not their. I mean, again, it's an act. Yeah. And people need to separate the, those completely. So. Okay, so should we hate Ed Norton Jr. because he played a Nazi? Yeah. I mean, should we hate somebody else because they did this? No, you don't do that. I think it's probably the next step, though. But, you know, and then, but, well, that, who knows? Who knows? But at some point. I mean, look at at what happened to uh, Sarah Silverman, though. So Sarah Silverman um, admitted, like, like went ahead and apologized. She was so woke that she went ahead and apologized for being so woke 
eight years ago yeah. that she she had played a, a extremely woke person, like a, a blind or a, a woke person that that had worn black makeup yeah. to be able to to be more woke, like yeah. and and was wearing blackface for for woke um, purposes to like to be that that stereotypical woke person, and she's she's now uh, ostracized by the community. Well, because of it, because dude, she came ahead of it and said that you know this is a problem, I'm going to go go ahead and make myself the, you know okay, so the here, the bad okay, guy so here and, and apologize for it. Two more things I'll throw into this mix. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put gas on this fire. Yeah, I'll just do it. I don't give a shit. I'm yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm about care. to too. Yeah. So okay, so we got Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Who has now been charged with a brown face, which, yeah. if you listen to the news, it's black face. No, it was brown face. But, I mean, I guess there's, there's a difference. I don't know. It takes more. I don't know there's a difference, but yeah. But my point being is, like, you know, okay, he dressed up as Aladdin, and then he also dressed up as a black person. Well, if he's doing it like a character, but, that's part of the character. Like, my, I get it. Hold yeah. on. My point being is that he did this at his school which permitted him to do it, mm. and also then put him in a talent show and let him perform the song that he was singing is this, as uh, this person. Who's so, Justin Trudeau is the... Prime Minister of uh, Canada. Oh, okay. So, and then he did the brown face thing, which was... And then he's like, has his hands around two Indian guys taking a picture. Okay. So, I'm not saying that two Indian guys make it okay... It doesn't make it okay now. No, but, but contextually, again, contextually, in the and 80s, where people lose, you got to look at context, right? Yeah. So context makes a difference to me. Yes. And and don't get me wrong. It's like obviously now, as people become more educated, then you know, then you can understand. That, okay, now, I think the word that you're looking for is indoctrinated, but yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. More educated than understanding that, okay, this isn't right, but let's let's be real. I mean, yeah. that's... I mean, that's just... I'm sorry that, that that's the way that, it, that things were appropriated back then. Yes. Not that it's right. No, no, and no. Now, I mean, under, a, under a right. different, but you, like you, if there are legitimately people upset but you about this, can't, then you can't look at two things. You can't look at something from the '80s under the same lens yeah. that you look at something now. Granted, and now, but I mean, you have to look at like, okay, let's look at what Justin Trudeau has done for Canada. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's from a long line of wealthy people, and I get all that bullshit. But the bottom line is that he still has done really great things for Canada. Yeah. And again, Canadian culture and Indian cultures have always been in, like a, a, a an issue because obviously if we know our history, right? United Kingdom, India, they went there, the Bombay Trading Company, all that type of stuff, all those type of things that went on back in the day. There's so many shows, like old TV shows called, I'll give you a couple. It was like Ain't, ha- Ain't Half Hot Mum. There's a couple other ones that come back from like British television and stuff like that where guys are dressed up like this and they do these type of things. But again, it was contextually okay at the time. I mean, it, imagine like imagine all the stuff that like Monty Python did oh, back well, in the day. Oh, sure. 
to where like you know they they were doing things the French thing or like you know whatever well, the, the case may well, be. The British always have hated the French. I mean yeah, that's always been an but, ongoing thing. It's always it will never go away. But I'm just saying like like and that that's one example. But I can't think of like anything like like you know other than that that's racially. But I'm sure that there is something if you go back into the archives like oh, is sure. that is that going to ostracize like that and think about God. Forbid, like like um, blazing saddles. If you go back and uh, look at blazing saddles contextually, well, he gets a pass because why? he's Mel Brooks, and but why? But why? I don't he's know. Because he's Jewish. I think so. Like, but but I mean, they're they're blasphemy. They're they're blast. They're but blasting I, but, Jews. But first up, I want to I want to go on the record. They blasted right an African American on Dave Chappelle. Like why? Well, worst, I mean, he blasted African Americans on Blazing Saddles and everything else. So yeah. But but, my point is this though, with Mel Brooks though, and I want to make this very 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 clear, Mel Brooks was doing things that he was able to do. It was so against the grain. But he yeah. was able to get it done, and he was so far ahead of his time, so far ahead of his time. Yeah. Like, I mean, he to get the producers done to do the springtime yeah. with Hitler and do yeah, all those type of things. Like... And all this type of stuff. I mean, you know, it, it's like, I don't want to, like, like take a look and say, oh, like, well, we got to call him out now, call this person out. Mel Brooks, comedically, was able to take, again, similar to what... Chappelle was done in the same way and turn these type of ridiculous idiosyncrasies that people have on their head and be able to say, hey, you know what? We're all people, right? Yeah. We're all people. And you know what? I get This is my life's motto. And like it or don't like it, I don't really care. I look at it this way. Assholes come in many colors. Yeah. Okay. And that's how I look exactly. at it. Exactly. And that's that is like you know what I treat people with respect, no, absolutely, and integrity and civility. And you know what? Until you give me a reason not to, guess what? I love you. I don't yeah. care. I don't care yeah. if you. I don't care what you are. Like I said, I go back to this. But that is my premise. Assholes come in many colors. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I mean, by far, probably, definitely my longest friend, probably my best friend, is Arkelius. And he will be the first person to tell you, like, I could give less of a shit of what color he is. But and he's, he's, he's an African-American. He's been on the podcast. He's, granted, it was a lost episode yeah. um, because of space reasons this past week. But um, he'll be on again. And But the, the um, you know, the thing is, like, like he's, he's understanding of, of that we poke fun at each other. He'll call me, you know, I'll call him brown bear or, or puddin' or... Or something like that, in in a loving way, and then he'll he'll shoot show with me like tiny dick or whatever, and so. <laughs> and, and See, that's, that's funny. Thing. That's funny. Exactly right. That is funny, and people so, gotta like just accept that. Yeah. And just if people could just laugh more and be happy more, and just that would be it would just bring so much joy. You know what I mean? It just really brings so much joy yes. in the world, and and that's the whole point. And again. It's like you're gonna run into people that you don't like that are the same race as you, yeah. and you're gonna run into people yeah. that are the same that are it's, not the same race that you love, and it doesn't matter. It's just about respecting people, caring about people, and honestly realizing that everybody's in this 
in this race together, which is life, right? Yeah. So it's like black, white, Asian, whatever you whatever you are, whatever you identify as, yeah. for that matter, right? Yeah, so exactly. You right. As whatever I you could are. care less. You exactly. can you can be a a one eyed, uh, one eared, purple people eater for all I care. And you can and be transgender and yes, queer and gay any or whatever of the, you are. Any of the one thousand one hundred ninety two genders that there are yeah. out today. You can be any of those, and I could care less. And you can say your pronoun is I'm a tree. That's yes. fine. I don't care. Yeah. I yeah mean, that's your decision, the, the, not mine. I, if you come to me as who I am, yes. and you say, I, my pronouns are I'm going to be a bush and a tree, I'm going to be like, okay, and I'm yeah. going to make fun of you. Yes. Just like I would make fun of you it for any other reasons. Multiples of reasons. Yes. But... You know, if you give me a reason to make fun of me, I'm going to jump on it. But I, it just, I, I just can't, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. This is a gray, this is such a muddy area to get into because everyone has their own personal beliefs and perspectives and all Here, this type of stuff. My, my point is, and, and I'll sum up it with Martin Luther King. And Martin Luther King go. says that, do not, or judge me not in the color of my skin, but the content of my character. Thank you. And so, you could know, you, could if, you actually, like, you know, just take a second. Let that resonate. Let it marinate for a minute. Okay? What a wise guy he was. Yes. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, there yeah, you go. Yeah, and I, I would extend that to, to do, judge me not on the content of my character, my my religious beliefs, my... Exactly. You know, but... Or, you know, not, not on my color, the color of my skin, my religious beliefs, or, or you know, what mm-hmm. uh, gender I, I identify as today, but the content of my character. And that's really what it comes down to. And so, you know, if, if you're the type of person that, that, that can't take a joke or, or that, that gets tied up into these identity type of things with, with gender, race, um, sexuality, I, I don't care what it is, um, you know, then fuck you. Go find a different podcast. That's not us. <laughs> and... I don't care. I'll lose the one or two viewers that, that identify with okay. that. Okay. All right. So, Batman. <laughs> so, what's Batman up to right now? <laughs> so, anyways, Batman is in Gotham, and he's fighting some badasses. And uh, and and I, from what I've what I've learned so far, as far as what Batman's up to, he's still kicking ass and taking names and locking people up in Arkham Asylum. Yeah. But um, the uh, that's all I got for other news. That's it. You good? No, that was good. Uh-huh. That's all that one to, I told you I was going to end on a bad point there. Yeah. <laughs> all but. right. Well, anyways, so sorry for the rabbit hole, guys, but bottom line is that, you know, lo- I mean, first off, all love to everybody. Josh and I love everybody. and We and, do. I mean, you can do. differ we can do. on we opinion can, with us, but, but don't vilify somebody it, for having a different Anybody opinion. that wants to come on the podcast... Just, just yeah. send us a text. And we'll bring you on. Let's discuss it. We'll talk about it at length, and we'll share our views. I mean, I, I mean, I'm fine with that. I mean, we can go deeper. Um, mine are pretty concrete. I mean, like I said, that's no. how yeah, I, I mean, feel about I'm, it. But um, I'm more than willing to hear somebody. Yeah, out. exactly. So let's like do I said, that. it's it's it's. I I will not vilify anybody for having a different opinion. No. Nope. As long as they do not vilify anybody for having a different opinion. That's right. Just like. Uh, yeah, I was going to make some comic book reference, but I'm going to let it go. But uh, anyways, so um, the one thing I was going to talk about is I did go see It. Yes. Yeah, so we'll talk about that for a second. So 
Chapter two. Chapter two. Chapter two. Um, so I gave it a uh, eh. Um, because I don't think that I was, and I gave chapter one. I liked a lot because I like I like the kids in it. I like the way that they developed one and like I love. I like. I just like the little kid thing. I don't know what it is. Not, not that I like little kids. Let's get that straight. But I just want to make sure that you understand that. But um, but I like the dynamic. It was kind of like I felt that like a Stand By Me type thing. You know what I mean? That 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 like younger, like yeah yeah yeah. You know you know. Yeah, what I mean? it was, it was like, definitely it, like a, a Goonies, yeah, Stand By Me, yeah, Stranger kinda, Things type of I thing. Mean, I mean, I go Stand By Me because that's a Stephen King thing too, right? So yeah. So it's kind of like I felt that way, and I thought that they did a great job, and they had this this big thing they're dealing with, and all like you know with Pennywise and all this type of stuff. And then we get to this point where like they come back, and it's like what I found a little bit annoying about it too is like their one homeboy calls them, and they don't know who he is. I'm like, hello, have you not been talking to this dude in like 20 years? For one, you know he calls all his homies up and says you got to come home. Yeah. You know, and, was, and the first, like, who is this? Yeah, that was, and, a, that was the thing, like, yeah. within that and then, like, Dreamcatcher, too. Like, Stephen King does that type of thing. To where, oh, like, I get it, but, I mean, it's just like, eh, meh. I think that somebody that went through a traumatic experience like that, and you get a call from Bangor, Maine, and it's your homeboy, and you're like, Mike who? No, you know the guy. You know this dude. Well, so, but but to be fair, like, the way that it's written is that this, See, these kids that's forget... Okay. About Pennywise, that, that, oh, you're that, right because as they move away, but they shouldn't forget yeah. their homies. Yeah, yeah, and so the the kid, the the black kid that's there is the only one that remembers because he's the only one that yeah. stayed in Derby, and so he's the and I haven't seen ch- chapter two, but I know enough about the story to be able to to back this up to say that you know he's the one that calls everybody right within yeah. the movie, and mm-hmm. and he's the one you know hey you know get your asses back here because shit's going down. It's been 26 years. Where you, you know, come on, we get we have this plan. Yeah. It's time to yeah. raid Area 51. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which <laughs> contextually, yeah. base joke. It won't work on Sunday, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so it, it, you know, uh, you, you know, they they they've all forgotten because they've moved away. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Well, overall. He's good. I mean, I liked it. Entertaining. No, but but I mean, that was one of the issues I had with it. Did you have anything else? Um. So anyway, so um, I I just I, I will say one thing that I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed, which was a, a surprise for me. Yeah. Was Bill Hader's performance? Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, I mean, you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it, but, but I've heard I'm a lot of things. Right now, yes. Bill Hader has made the jump. Yeah, I heard that he was. I yeah. already stole the. the oh, he show stole. He it. stole a ton of scenes, and I tell you that. Now, does he do do it from like a comedic standpoint? Like he the does it on two both levels. Yeah, both levels, and he he is. Um, how can I say this? I want to make sure I give him his due because I don't want to. I, I definitely he. Okay, let's just put it this way. He hits all the marks. He hits all the marks. So, rather it's the need for him to be comedic, dramatic, whatever it might be, he does it all. 
and that really showed haters range yeah. and again i know you watch barry i don't watch barry yeah i was about to ask if you watch and barry so, yet. And, and again i've only watched one or two episodes so i think that probably from barry you can see these other yes. dimensions that hater he, can bring he's definitely jumping off into that pool yeah with so barry. so i think that you know i'm just taking Dude, the guess you, that you, like that he has some chops that you know, we all, I mean, God, I love so many characters he does in SNL. He's so funny. Yes. So, so funny. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but, um, he does a great job. The, and I'll tell you, another guy does a really good job, and I can't, and I forget the guy's name. He's, he's the short, dark haired guy. And, um, you'll just butcher me because I cannot remember the guy's name. Okay. But he plays like the, the consonant, like pessimist you know and he does it and his voice is like so like like up here it's like yeah but he does it in a way that it 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 works so well and then hater not james mcavoy right no not mcavoy no mcavoy i mean okay first off do we even have to talk about his no. skills? No, we yeah. don't. Because he's really good. I mean, he's just yeah. great. They got great people all the way up. All the characters were great. All the all the kids that were the, the adult characters for the kids did a great job. And Pennywise did a great job, too. Yeah. I mean, it's just that, like, the... I don't know. I just... My wife loved it thought it was absolutely fantastic that's that's saying a lot your and, wife's a huge Stephen king fan and she, but she's a she's a big king fan so but granted like i don't know that that works to the advantage of the film because as like star wars fans or like lord of the rings fans we're going to be the most critical or, or game of thrones fans we're going to be the most critical to the series Wait, Josh, or Josh, to Josh, the Josh, film. Josh, hold on a second. Are you saying that you and I might be critical of Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. You, are, you, are you implying? We, we can tear any Star Wars film <laughs> apart besides like A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. Like like a surgeon. Yes. <laughs> like a surgeon, we could rip that apart. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, she liked it and she enjoyed it and she really wanted to go see it. She was like, she was the driving force for us to go in to see because I had some other things I wanted to see. But um, she really enjoyed it. And for her, who is the avid reader that she is, and this is one of the books like from her past that resonated with her, this and The Stand are her two books from yeah. Stephen King. That By the way, The Stand features yeah. an Underwood in it. Just oh, so okay. Frank? Yeah. Dan, Dan Underwood, oh, or Larry, Underwood? Larry, Larry Underwood, that's oh, what it was. not Larry. Yeah, Larry Underwood. Anyway, sorry. Oh, okay. So you just missed Frank and just left that guy? Well, Frank, yeah, obviously, but, um, you know, <laughs> the, I didn't want to mention Frank with all the stuff that's going on with, um, what's his face? The guy that plays I'm Frank. I'm just Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Anyways. Um, so anyways, don't get me wrong. It's, it's a go see. It's a go see. It's a go see. And I, I think that, um, people will not be disappointed. It's a long movie. It's a two hour plus, but I'm telling you what, it didn't feel like two hours. So that's the sign of a good movie to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you can, if you can get lost in it and two hours feels like three minutes. Yeah, absolutely. You get lost in it. I would say that that was the one of the short followings of like Endgame was the Endgame felt like. Two and a half hours. Granted, it was a three and a half hour movie, 
Yeah, but see the thing. But, you know why I think I think it felt longer because we had expectations, and we also were like waiting for. Yeah, things. but still, I mean, yeah, I would you know, agree. I mean, I, I just like somewhat. Just, like, I'm just wondering if they had other, a lot to build upon. Oh, you and, and I were like, like thinking, yeah. we're like this is we're. You know, I get. No, I get it. You're right. You're right. I get it. Yeah. This this but, this felt yeah, much faster. That's yeah. If if it can keep yeah. up pacing, mm-hmm. then I I would I would I would rate that very high, especially yeah. in today's world. No, I I know it's a go see. It's definitely a go see. Uh, Grayson did not give me his review yet. Yeah, I'm waiting and for his one page, it, one one word review. Yeah, Grayson. When I get his one word review on it, I will share it with you. And uh, but other than that, I mean, I think it's. I mean, it's a solid movie, and I and I think that this is definitely one that um, where I think hater shines, and um, I think it's just one to see. I mean, you could definitely go see it. I mean, I I'd recommend it highly. I mean, it's a must. Yeah. If you saw one, you're gonna see two. Let's be honest. Oh uh, yeah. yeah and, and Pennywise doesn't disappoint. He doesn't disappoint. Yeah, I've heard that there's not as much Pennywise in it as you would expect. There's not, but the thing that sucks about Pennywise is his demise, and that I have some problems with that. But did they do the same thing with an original movie? Or I mean, I don't want you to <laughs> don't ruin anything, but tell me how it ends. <laughs> like, we'll just leave it. Well, first <laughs> off, everyone. I mean, obviously they crush evil, which. Oh, yeah, that yeah, always yeah. happens in Stephen King's book. Did they, right? did, they, did they stick more true to the book? I don't and, know. Okay. I mean, that... that All right. That I'm well, not we'll, sure. give it, we'll give it some room to breathe because it is yeah. a newer movie. Um, and then I'll watch it and we'll give, I'll give my review and we'll, we'll talk about the, the ending of it. Yeah. Um, any, other th- any final thoughts on it? Chapter 2? No, I just... Bill Skarsgård, Bill Hader. Um... Good, all good. I mean, they're all great. I mean, they're all good. And um, like I said, every child actor they brought on or replaced with adults, it worked. Um, the, all the adults captured the characteristics of the children and in adult form. So it's like those little things that, that made those kids unique. You could see how they designed it to carry on to the adult characters, but they also carried it on in the adult characters in a way in an adult theme. Like so, like if you were, like, you had this thing going on when you were a little kid. Obviously, you have it as an adult. You handle it differently. You display it differently. You carry it differently. You do things differently, and they all did that. Yeah. And I think that they did a great job of ensuring that the characters that came in understood the characters they were replacing. Yeah. So, and I think that that's where it made sense and it made it really, that's where I think the, like, um, the movie making really was astounding. Yeah. I mean, it really was. It was astounding because that you can't, that's hard to do, dude. I mean, you're talking about, you're taking all those kids and you're changing them now into adults, yeah. but yet you still have to take those childhood fears and concerns. Yeah, you have to and con- all as an stuff. adult actor, you have to conform to you conform. Is like yeah. how? How? Okay. So, like, if you're a little kid and you had these like issues, and let's be honest, if you have issues, these little issues as a kid, they're still with you as an adult. Mm-hmm. They don't go away. Yeah. So that's all there. It's all there. 
on every character. And every character is fleshed out. Every character has their pieces that you see that. And I think that's that was probably one of the biggest strengths of the movie. It, and plus, well, like I said, with Hader's acting and the other guy. And I, I wish I could remember the other guy's name. He's yeah, a little short guy with um, dark hair. And he's really Jay good. Jay Ryan, James uh, Ransom. Um, those are the... Andy Bean. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't remember his name. Anyways. Well, I just texted Grace and said, what's your review of it? He said, uh, first one was better. That's all I have to say. Okay. Okay. So, there you go. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty, sums, pretty much sums it up. Um, between those two, you know, that's where, that's where I've heard everything, um, uh, is, is Bill, Bill Hader does an amazing job. There's not enough Pennywise. Um, that's what I've heard from other reviews. So, I mean, it, it seems like that that's pretty much where you stand is that not that not so much the, the there's not enough Pennywise, but Bill Hader does an amazing job. Oh, yeah. He's really good. Yeah. I mean, you could use one. more Pennywise too, but I think they took the opportunity not to have Pennywise to get into the character dynamic, which I'm okay with. Yeah. I'm it made it deeper up. to me. Yeah. Because you already knew the threat existed. Yeah. So I think that the the fact that you said that doesn't feel like a two hour movie is it does more from yeah. any other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it truly doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. 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 And I mean, obviously, the box office is showing it. It's going to do well. It's going to do extremely well. Yeah. You see that um, sidebar too. You see that new thing that Stephen King put out. No. And um, so basically, it's um, if you go onto this app and you watch. Because his new movie is coming out, Doctor Strange, or or Doctor Sleep, Doctor Sleep, right? Which is a sequel or no, the prequel no, to sequel. The Shining. Sequel to The Shining. Sequel or prequel? Sequel. It's the kid that's grown up. So okay. it's the kid from so, The Shining, but he's grown up. Okay, so it's got you. They have this thing now where Stephen King and it's not Stephen. I don't know who it is. Who's doing it? Maybe it's a studio. I don't know who it is. Stephen King Studio, whatever. It doesn't matter. But if you go on and you sign up for this app and then you stream the movies, like 13 movies, through his app, through this app, or somehow track it through the app or whatever you do, I don't know how it goes. Somehow it's tracked. Yeah. I'm assuming through the app. I don't know. You you're then could potentially win uh, 1300 bucks. Nice. So, obviously cool idea yeah but I mean it's like there's a whole catalog of Stephen King movies yeah to get you ready for this one yeah obviously you don't need the rest of the catalog for the other for than one. like Shining yeah but they're doing it and it, I thought that was a neat idea because it's like you know it puts people on just it's going to drive book sales on top of that you know and that's the thing about Stephen King it's like really read the books yeah yeah I mean, the books are so fantastic he's he's so like detailed in his books and like he, he definitely paints a picture that's what Sean's always always says. It's like read the books. It's like yeah. it's like Pet Cemetery came out. The new one came out. Yeah, and it was good. I mean, it was, I thought it was good. I forgot that it already came out. Yeah, it was out and done. It was good. I watched it. I liked it. But Sean was. I mean, my wife. Like I said, we've I've mentioned before. She's a huge Stephen King fan. Has been for her since I've met her, and it's been thirty years. So. Yeah. Um, she has read everything he's ever published. So um, she's always like said that he hit a lull in the 90s. Yeah. And then he had a little bit of a lull 
in the later 2000s, but there's been pieces that have always, like, you get solid pieces, but the stories are always good. And even the ones she says are, that she says are bad are always still worth reading yeah. because his bad work that she thinks is bad in regular society, you know, this is a good read. Yeah. You know, so anyways, for what it's worth. So, um, guess what I did this past week? Um, well, I know that you watch the Braves every day this week. Yeah, I did watch the Braves a lot. But yeah. other than that, I, uh, I booked my family our next I know trip. You, I know what you did. And I, I'm to Disney World. So, I'm actually petitioning to be adopted by Josh. <laughs> okay? So, I got to get some signatures. So, anybody's willing, I'm going to go a GoFundMe account. I want to require at least a, a thousand signatures on um, change.org. Yeah. <laughs> so, and go ahead. Go ahead. I know what you're going to say, and it's going to break my heart. It's going to rip my heart out. Yeah, so we, we've, um, we just uh, did our, our next family vacation or booked our na- next family vacation to Disney World next year in uh, November. But that's allowed me a lot of time to study and to look up things for something that we haven't talked about, but we should have talked about in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You said the S word. <laughs> yeah. So. You said the S word. <laughs> oh, so first off, A, jealous. B, I want to be your son. And uh, first off, uh, I, I don't know what else I can say about that. That is, uh, I'm so excited because I, I've, I've watched some um, earlier, like as soon as it opened, people were like going through with their with their phones and they were filming their entire experience. And like a freaking nerd, I sat down and I watched it. Because I'm like thinking, oh my God, there's Wookiees, there's Stormtroopers, there's this, there's that. And it's like, dude. The, uh, so the, the things that I've grasped. You know, I'm. Okay, I'm leaving the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So the things that I've grasped from it are that it's completely immersive, right? Like like they've said that's completely immersive. It's completely immersive. But what does that mean? So you walk into this land and you don't say hello or um, how are you doing? They say say bright suns, which means hello within the local language. Nothing is written within English. On any of the signage. So they have signs, right? But the signs are written within the local language of the, Which the is basic. planet they're on. Huh? Basic, right? Basic? Star Wars basic language. Uh, I forget what language it is. It's, it's um, basic. It's it's the common language in the galaxy that's spoken. And like basically, it's like... Okay, so basic... And, and I had... Well, I'm not going to talk about that because it's an idea I had for an app, so I'm not going to say it. But... Um, no, basic is basically the the language that like um, most people can communicate. It's okay. So basic is like English in Star Wars. Okay. All right. So people on the outer rims, like out in the further distance of the galaxy, may have like pigeon basic, and they speak their native tongues. And but for the most part, people speak basic, and that's that's the alphabet in which they name the people after. And like I told you, one time I saw like they put up the name tag 
like as a teaser when before Galaxy opened. And of all things, the name tag was guess who? Josh. And yeah. underneath Josh, they have the basic alphabet underneath it. So I'm like, oh god, I gotta look this up, right? So I look it up, and I found I found that the whole basic language exists. And it's not like it's not like Vulcan, where like it's a whole language you speak, in a sense, like you know. But it's basic is is the language of communication that most people. It's a common it's a common language that's spoken amongst most Star Wars universes, like within the planets. Yeah. So I mean, there, there's there's a specific on Batu. They speak a specific language. Well, Batu's an outer rim planet. Is an outer rim planet, and you're right about that. Uh, they they give it a they give it a specific um, name for the dialect or for the for the language that they speak, and I, God, I can't remember what it is. And that's fine. I mean, we don't have to get into that right now. Yeah, but but I mean, anyways, it's, it's it's within a foreign language. They do give you a um, within the Disney Play app or w- within yeah within Disney Play app you can there's a translator. What's the Disney Play app though? It's it's an app that you get that works within the park, so it works off to your location. And for the parks, you, it, you can play different games on it. Um, while you're and, waiting in line for two hours? Yeah, while you're waiting in line for two hours. Um, they have different like codes and stuff that you can scan throughout the park, and then you can play these games to where you... you it's like an augmented reality game in which you go through and um, uh, find certain things within the lands. And then based upon these certain things... You, you interact with them and then um, and then you you earn points and it's no different within Galaxy's Edge. That sounds real. That sounds awesome, by the way. Yeah. So I mean, the but so, the difference is that within Galaxy's Edge, you can hack things around the environment. So like if you're close enough to the Millennium Falcon, you can hack the Millennium Falcon or or something similar to it, and it'll react based upon you mm. doing it. So you, as you go through, it's a it's a mini game, within, and you can you you play you play either the um, the rebellion or, or the resistance or or the um, new the new order in this, and and as you go through, you're competing against each other when you're in that land, the, and also on the back end of that, they they do like a translator. When you have your phone out, that's not called a phone. It's called a data pad. Love it. Um, within the the Batu, whenever you're in Batu, there's also a couple of things we are, we talked about. Um, hello or good morning. It's called bright suns. Um, good evening is uh, rising moons. Okay, so just so we know, this is it, Josh. This is it. If you're saying this, this is how we will greet one another from now on. Going forward, yes. Um, on planet means in the land. Whenever you're on. So in her driveway yeah. or at the podcast table, yeah. Um, refresher is the bathroom. Ah. Um, hydrator is the water fountains within there. Okay. Um, ignite the spark means um, greeting for the resistance. Um, light the fire, a resistance callback to ignite the spark. Um, so somebody says ignite the spark, and you said light the fire. Um, only the ancestors know means means I don't know. Um, Till Spire means um, farewell. Good Journey means an, uh, is an informal goodbye. And uh, May the Spires Keep You is a formal goodbye. That's awesome. 
Um, there's also a couple other ones I've heard that are on this list. Um, there's one for the for because within this this area, it's under new order occupation. Right. And um, for the new order, there was a phrase that I don't remember, um, but for the order. And so wherever you go to local shops, and and all these are local shops, they're they're advertised as local shops for Batu. So if you go to a gift shop, it's not a gift shop for Disney. There will be nothing that says Star Wars within the gift shop. Yeah. It all it's all for Batu. So you can go get Black Spire T-shirts within there, but you can't go get Star Wars Galaxy's Edge T-shirts in there. You have to leave Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to be able to go get a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge T-shirt. Okay, first, is is Disney like are they geniuses or they absolutely like a, they got, fantastic? They got like a geniuses. think tank or something going yes. on here or something. That is just. First off, I'm on board. Yes. I'm, I, I am so on board, Josh. I'm not even going, but I'm on board. Yes. Okay, so now this, this okay, I'm rethinking my Josh adopt me thing. Yeah. So, dude, that's, God, I'm going to be so jealous when you do this. It's ridiculous. They've got a droid depot um, that's like, that's like a Build-A-Bear, essentially, but you can go through and you can build out your own droid. Um, after at the the beginning of it, you can pick out personality chips and other features for your droid. Um, they've got different decals and stuff that that are different colors. So, like for example, they don't have a green droid, and I know Daniel's going to want a green droid. Yeah. That, but they've got green green decals that we can add to his droid, so we can build a blue droid or a white. Now, can droid you take or... your droid into New Order direction or? Yes. Oh. So they they have they have Empire, New Order, Smuggler, and Resistance. You know what? Don't say a word to Dan. Um, Don't say personality chips. Don't not say a word to him. Let him do his own thing. Oh, I will. Yes. I just I can't yeah. wait to see what he picks. Yeah. So I can pick you. I can know what you're into. Yeah, I'm going to be really basic. Yeah. Um, but but no, well, no, no, depending no, no. upon, I, wanna, I don't know I which. What, I want to see what Daniel does though. So here's the thing about me is that you can you can pick, you can either pick to make an R2 droid or a BB-8 droid. Yeah. And then they've got personality chips that you can plug into each one of those, and that, that's how they that determines how they beep. Whether it's it's new order, whether it's um, resistance, whether it's smuggler, right? Mm-hmm. They've got two for each. And um, the I don't know which way I might go as far as BB-8 and, and um, R2. I know. I know the rest go. of it. I can tell you right now. If dude, you, I know what you're gonna do. Yeah, I mean, I I would lean towards R2. I dude, you're. I'm telling you but, right now. Okay, all right. For the record, yes, we'll go on. I'm going on the podcast record. Josh is going to have an R2 one, and your son's going to have BB-8. Yeah, it depends on what Daniel gets. If Daniel yep. gets some BB-8, dude, then I'll get an R2. Okay, if Daniel off. gets an R2, then I'll get a BB-8. Yeah. I think Daniel will probably get the R2 or the BB-8. Though. He will get the BB-8. Yeah, without question, he'll get yeah. it. So, um, but yeah, they, and, it's and and I will say this too: if Daniel takes the R2 in the wrong direction. <laughs> you will get an R2 too. Yes. Yes, she will. I'm telling you, you're going to go R2, dude. I don't care what happens, you're getting an R2. Unless Daniel puts out a complete R2 build the way that you would do it, you're not going to get there. You can't go against the classic R2, though. But I, like, I mean, dude, I'm with you. I completely get I, you. I understand. I would yeah. do the same thing. And it's like, and, and they're banking on that stuff. I'm, t- I, you know, whatever. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to walk out with like three different droids. Well, first off, A. Well, yeah, exactly. Because you'll be there on the one day they give the special droid. No. You know? Yeah. 
But no, you're going to get an R2. He's going to be BB-8. And if you go with your premise of what you just said, if he takes the R2 in the direction you don't want R2 to go in, you will still get an R2 and put him in your direction. Yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely we'll see. see. I'm, going on, I'm going on record saying Josh is going to have an R2. Yeah. The good news for me is that if you want R2 to sound like R2, then you don't need a personality chip because they automatically, they, they enable like the without a personality chip for it to sound like R2, like from the movies. So I won't need a personality chip for that. But let's, let's be real. You're going to want one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'll probably get a smaller one. Yes, you will. So. I know you will. I know you will. Dude. Dude, if there's an They're option, like twelve bucks a piece. There's a, if there's so like I'm a, not gonna buy like all I'm not gonna buy all six. Okay, of them. first off, it's a, if it's twelve bucks a piece, you're buying all yeah. of them. No, I'm not buying all of them. <laughs> if, if they're interchangeable, you are doing it. This is a build a bear where they sew the stuff in. So you can probably just pop these bad boys in. Oh, you in can and definitely okay. just pop them in. It's just it's just like a it's like a latch okay. panel. I didn't even tell Andrea you guys aren't eating for like like a month and a half. No, we're just saving up a <laughs> Shit, ton of money to like to spend over at Galaxy's Edge, because it's it's one hundred dollars per droid. Completely yeah. worth it, by the yeah. way. Um, and even, they react. We're not, we're not even to what I know you're gonna talk yeah. about, and, and then I know what you're gonna spend on this. And and they're 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 they interact with the land, so they they work off of Bluetooth signals, right? Yeah. And so so the land within the land, they send off. Um, broad wave Bluetooth signals to these droids for them to do certain things. So if you're in the resistance, if you have, if you have you an empire or a, a, a new order chip within your droid, yeah. it will react differently than when you're in the new order um, side of the, the space. So like they'll send out these these um, these Bluetooth waves, oh like the God. wave bands, Dude, that's ridiculous. based upon like you know second intervals. So like like one droid will react yeah. and then another droid will react and another droid will react and they'll all react differently based upon how what chip they have in them. Okay, so this is a big step, Josh. So Josh went to Disney what two years ago? Uh, a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. And when he came back, he brought back for my kids. He brought back a BB-8 and R2. R2. Yeah. Right. So all I can say is like my dogs have gone crazy. Okay. So. Like, Aiden breaks out the BB-8 just to mess with my one dog, Rudy Pickles. Yeah. And so he rolls this thing around. And first off, they're gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Grayson actually keeps his, like, nice and clean and mm. on his shelf and all that type of stuff. But when they bring them out and they, and they mess with them, it's like the dogs go crazy. So, like, size-wise, is it going to be similar into, like, what you brought back? Yeah, it's going to be about the same, yeah. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, but so it's, it's gonna, gonna have be, like from what I've it's like it's like the V two. Yeah, well, that's yeah. bigger. A, a little bit bigger, but yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Dude, that's so cool. That's so cool. Um, I'm an adult male, and I'm just like yeah. this is ridiculous. No, no, no. It's it's like I'm an adult male, and like if I go back to Disney, I may have to bring back my droid because it reacts with the environment. Oh my God, there. So uh, they've got that. Right, which is a whole thing by itself. Hundred bucks yeah. there. They have they have an Outfitters Depot, which you can buy clothing garments of the era. So so like um, for oh, for stop, for, stop, stop. for Jedi belts, the original Jedi belts that are in every single movie. 
from from episode one to what Luke Skywalker wears in episode six. So they've got all the pouches, everything's correct on there. They've got the the little they've got the little slanted thing to where you can slip your lightsaber in there and pull your lightsaber out correctly on there. They've got um, smuggler pouches to where you can put a blaster in there correctly. Oh. And take a black. Uh, they've got the Jedi robes in there. Um, they so. have they have Jedi MREs available within within the land. Um, they have Jedi. If you ever watch episode the prequel episodes, they've got these the breather. These, no, 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 they've got these they've they've got these little um, little vial things that look like um, like pill bottles almost. Yeah. And they're they're um, they're emergency food supplies. They have those available oh God. within there. You can buy the gift cards that they sell within Batu, are are credits. So they're metal credits. Oh, no, shut up! So I'm what I'm going to do, and you're going to get one of these, Matt. Thank you. Is I'm going to buy a gift card at Batu for both my droids, and then pay for both the droids with these gift cards, and then that way I've got one. And I can give one back to you. No. So. That way you can have imperial credits. I'm feeling love. Galactic I'm feeling a lot credits. of love in the room right now. So they've got that. They've got, they, are, they are imperial credits. It's under control. Yeah. Of the Empire. Yeah. Well, New Order. So no galactic problem. credits. Well, new End. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have. They have a. Oh, I'm so waiting for what you're about to say. Cause nah, I know it's I'm coming. leaving that. You're um, saving it. You're I'm saving, saving it. it. First off, let's just okay. The. Okay. And that's... How are you going to be able to walk past the authentic costuming and, and all that bullshit? I mean, it's like... It's six inches taller in the front than I want to... Or wider in the front than what it was whenever I came into the park. <laughs> <laughs> Pitching a tent the entire way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They probably account for that, though. Yeah, they probably do. If Disney's smart. Yeah. Nah, yeah. But anyways. Okay, so go ahead. Proceed. Um, it, it, okay, uh, but no, I will ask you that later. Yeah, Except so they they have they have a creatures market as well, to where you can buy the your, the the thing that sits outside of um, Jabba's palace. The thing goes, ah, you, yeah. know, you can buy one of those to sit up on your shoulder, and it's got like a little squeeze thing to where you can have it react with you and stuff, like a puppet. Um, they've got um, Jim Henson influence. Yeah, Jim Henson influence there. They've got. Um, Tauntauns they can buy there and stuff like that. Like um, the size? Silver Foxes. No, not a full size. <laughs> like, like baby size Tauntauns. I couldn't cut this one open and live inside you of can't, it. Oh, okay. Well, then forget that one. Skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, um, yeah, they, they do that. They've got blue milk, blue milk mm-hmm. and green milk mm-hmm. there. Um, the thing that I'm actually surprisingly most excited for is they have a cantina there. Mm-hmm. And so the cantina, you can get a, um, uh, a the, the um, what, Ravenger tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a beer sampler in there. I can't drink beer, but if I'm going to plan this in a way that, that Andrew and my mom are going to come with us, I'm going to plan on a day that they can come with us. I want to buy Andrew the sampler. That comes with these Ravenger tooths. And you get them all. And I'm going to take all the Ravenger tooths. So it comes with like five Ravenger tooths. And and then I'm going to take the Ravenger tooths for him to And then he's going to bring these. them here. 
Yeah. And then we will we'll then drink, drink beer out of yes. beer and cider out of those. Yeah. When you, oh. yeah, they've got they've got some other mixed drinks. Like all the mixed drinks are like are are made with like um the um dried ice packets, like the cubes yeah. that don't infect anything else, but like they, they make everything bubble and stuff. Yeah. Um they've got one that I want Andrew to try, and I hope Andrew is not listening to this podcast because or at least made it this far. But they've got this one with um the this film up on top um that that makes your mouth numb and your 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 tongue numb huh. and stuff throughout it so it's it's very much flavored like like i mean like like nothing you would ever have imagined all the yeah. beers that are on tap there or like most of the beers are on tap there are not are are specially made for oh i'm sure they are um galaxy's edge like are oh. not sold anywhere else oh i'm sure yeah i'm sure they have probably like one Beer and one cider that are available. I doubt. I, I, I doubt it. But um, yeah. So so I mean, there's just so much there. Like within that, they've got DJ Rex from the the original Star Tours, like the little robot. Yeah. That did the original Star oh. Tours. He's the DJ over at the cantina. Shut up. And he does play the cantina song from Episode Four. Nice. So. Um, yeah, I'm gonna spend quite a bit of time in there, and I think that's probably the thing that I'm most excited for. But what you're waiting on yes. is the scrap metals portion. And you yeah. have to say scrap metals because, because lightsabers are banned within yes. Batu. Yes, of course they are. So, of course they would. Yeah, be. because they're underneath New your order. control. So right, exactly. if you ask a cast member or, or an employee over at the, the area for lightsabers, they'll ask they'll look at you like they don't they don't want to talk about it. But if you ask them about scrap metals, They'll point you in the right direction. And there's, again, there's no signs to this. There's no signs that say, you know, lightsaber sold here. Dude, that's so Anything cool. like that. So there's a, there's a big, like, Jedi type of symbol that's, like, graffiti over there to, like, point you, yeah. like, hey, this is where this is at. But you kind of have to, like, know the general direction in which to go to because yeah. else you're not going to go. You're going to get lost within there. So, um, 200 bucks a lightsaber. It's it's a, a aluminum lightsaber, and you go. What happens is you get this um, plastic piece, and 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 it's got like a cutout in the middle of this plastic hilt that you can put a, a kyber crystal in. They come out with you to you with all the kyber crystals: red, purple, green, blue, for you to choose from. You choose your color. You stick it in there, and then they give you um, like four different. Um, styles to choose from. Like there's like there's like six different pieces within these styles to to, to fit three pieces onto your. Um, uh, yeah, I'll take one more. Um, but uh, there's there's six different pieces for you to fit three of these pieces onto your your hilt that you're building. Um, and they're based upon like elementals for like the people within the, the, the lost, the outer rim, which you're in, um, peace and justice, which are based upon, uh, the new order, um, self-defense, which is based upon, or I'm sorry, new, not new order, old Republic. Yeah. Um, uh, protect and defend, which is based upon, uh, the, the, the original, um, context of what we're seeing within saga. And then there is a um, another one. I can't remember what the other one is, but 
Um, you go through and you pick, you know, this is what you want. They give you a pen that's representative of that time period. You go pick out your copper crystal. You put, you know, the pieces that you want on there together in the order that you want, or, you know, and the, the yeah. segment that you want on there together. And then um, they there's a cast member that comes by and they screw in your hilt into this area and they do like a big show and they're like, all right, and all together we lift up our lightsabers and you kind of lift up yeah. your lightsaber since cheesy as fuck but i'm gonna ball like a baby <laughs> no i know you will. yeah so and andrew i know andrew yeah. will have photos she'll have photos and videos of i'm sure they'll break down and buy daniel a 200 dollars lightsaber at this point after you buy one for yourself no no like it's it's a show they, they bring you around this table and like there's only like 10 people that are within this room with you and each person can bring up yeah. another person into with them but that's that's it. Like whenever you go and do the lightsaber thing, like so it'll be if at this point, like I would have had to like Daniel would have had to make a decision. Like buddy, we've we've made this much or we've saved this much money for you to where you can do this, and you got to make a choice. And if he wants to do it, then I'll probably let him do it, or you can just watch me do it, and um, we'll you know, and then he'll put his thing together. I'll help him put his thing together, and then we'll both do the thing. And we'll oh, so cool. So. so. Yeah, dude, that I, I'm speechless. Yes, speechless, speechless. Um, that doesn't happen too often with me, but I'm speechless on this one. That just sounds so freaking awesome. Uh, there's one other thing I'm forgetting. There's um, the Millennium Falcon, and so you can pilot the Millennium Falcon. You have three different options. Like, like um, for those that have been to, to Walt Disney World, there's Mission Space, right? And Star and, Tours, yeah. Yeah, and Star Tours, and it's, it's a mixture of the two. But it's it's Mission Space because in Mission Space you can pick or you can you get you assigned have a assigned like a, yeah, so thrusters. This, so that, yeah, within within Smugglers Smugglers Run, uh, the the uh, the the mil, or the uh, the Millennium Falcon ride. You, you can either be one of two um, pilots, in which case, um, just like Chewie and, and Han, you're on left and right. And if you're on you're, if you're on right, then you get to boot, you get to hit to light speed. You get to hit thrusters to light speed. And if you're on left, you get to control left or right. On, on right, you get to control up and down. And then behind that are gunners, and they get to go through and and um, hit the hit. Things that are so you're in like Luke's little gunner thing. I think that they've got like a pad oh. in front of them. It's not like a like a little thing to where like the chair moves or anything. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. And then um, behind that are engineers that are mapping out the way for you. Okay. I, okay first off, don't be the engineer. No, no, and that's the that was everything that I've heard so far. Is like the the pilots the best. The gunners are are not as good as the pilots, but they're pretty good. And then the engineers, nobody wants to be. The engineers. It, that's a four time ride. Yeah. You got you got to do it. You got to do all four. Yeah. You got to do all. Four. Yeah, yeah. So. So, um, but yeah, they and within the line for this, they have the the seat, the infamous seat, where you can go and sit at the the chess table that C three PO and and Ch- uh, Chewie play chess at, and you can get your picture taken with that. Nice. Um, yeah, and then and then in December, they're opening up another ride to where it's called the uh, the Rise of Resistance. And you can go through, and you're you're riding by as ta- or as um, ATATs are walking by you, and stuff. So, um, 
that'll be there by the time that we're there. But um, just, I'm just not there slob- yet. I'm slobbering on myself. Yeah. That's dude. God bless you. <laughs> Have a good time. I mean, I. Ugh. I I just. Ugh, that sounds so awesome. I I just I can't even think if I went there, like. I don't know. First off, Josh, you're talking about, oh, oh we're going to save some money to do this. You're going to go insane. Yeah. I mean, Andrew's obviously got to put you on a leash. Yeah, no, no, no. They've got like, they've got like a lamp that, that is the same lamp from episode five okay. to where, again, where. Again, you just like blew by what I just said. No, no, I, I completely agree. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but now you're telling, there's a lamp. I'm not gonna buy a lamp. No, no, no that's no. what I'm saying. Like Andrew's gonna have to put me on leash because there's there's so much stuff that's that's movie authentic stuff. Yes. Or, or movie authentic replicas. Yes. Of the stuff that, that I'm gonna be like, I have no interest in this going into it. But then as soon as I see it within there, I'm like, that exists within Star Wars. I need that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm gonna spend the seventy five dollars on the stupid little lamp right. that would cost me like five dollars over at Target if I were to buy it that was not Star Wars related. Yeah. And and basically you're gonna t- you're gonna look at your wife and say, "Honey, tonight we're eating at Seven <laughs> Eleven." No, and- we're paying for that beforehand, so we're gonna get, <laughs> get as much food as we want to um, beforehand. Well, but, yeah. bank it but, out. I mean, yeah. just bank after it we out. get back from vacation, we're gonna eat <laughs> hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. Yeah, that sounds awesome, dude. And it's so it's what's so cool though is that. You know, your kid's at such a sweet age. Take him to that because he gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like he's still getting it like at a junior level, not at our level, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But um, but he gets it and he understands and appreciates it. And you're creating another Star Wars guy right there. And that's just beautiful, man. That's they beautiful. have. So within the land, um, kind of off to the side, they have these, these somewhat stages that you wouldn't represent as stages. Like ones on the the foot of an AT area, the a Tie Fighter. They've got this high yeah. Tie Fighter, kind of just sitting there. But they they do like stage shows. They've got one one that's like on this hillside or like on this cliffside to where they do like an entire battle between oh. um, between the the Black Spire and on their side Chewie and Chewie's shooting his crossbow at New Order people, and so like they've got this entire battle that takes place like just like randomly. Throughout, I mean, not, it's obviously not randomly, but but if you're walking there and don't know the schedule, then it's, it seems random yeah. that's happening and just kind of just happens like spontaneously. I'm gonna guess you know the schedule. Uh, yeah, I will by the time. Yeah, it's I know. Posted. I guarantee you will. Yeah. So, oh, dude, if you don't, if, oh, you got to do a live feed on this shit. I mean, I got to see. This oh no, I will. I'll post it to the Facebook page. I'll or, definitely or post just it to the like Facebook FaceTime page. me. I don't care yes. about anybody else. But. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited for you. That sounds so awesome. And be able to experience it with your son, though. That's just that even makes it so much sweeter, though. You know what I mean? And, and, and There's a... It's just like he's such a young age, too, but he's young enough to, like I said, get it on his level and experience it. That's so awesome. That's just so awesome. So there's something that I have to do before I go there and that, that other people within, you know, that are within the fandom should do. Um, there's a Black Spire comic book series that exists within the continuity of this yeah. time period on this. So so one of the main characters that's that exists within that's that's there within Disneyland or Disney World um, is the the main character of this Black Spire series. And so and she's I've seen her in several videos. 
and she is she's there, and it's one actress mm-hmm. that's there. I don't remember the character's um, name. I, I think I know you're talking about it. Not not uh, Tempest. Or... Black black girl with red hair, and that's that's kind of. Um... But anyways, she's she's there, and she's the biggest. Um, yeah, Galaxy's Edge Black Spire book um, is what's called. Well, trust me, they're gonna want you. To, they're gonna have comics too. Yeah, probably. Um, Regardless, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. Uh, um, top Sly. V. Uh, Moridia. Moridia. Mm, no. So that's that's the main character's name. She's a spy for the Resistance. She's part of the Black Spire. Okay. There. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Now I'll definitely post like whenever we're there. I will definitely live stream the crap out of it and take pictures when I'm not live streaming yeah. and post those up on Facebook on the Facebook page. There so, um, Grant, that's a year plus out. So, um, you know, take that for what it is. But um, that's that's all I got about Galaxy's Edge. I know that's a lot, but and there's there's definitely a lot there. But no, oh, it's great. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, any thoughts before any thoughts wish, I want list, to go. wish lists on stuff that you want me to bring back? I mean, there's lots of little stuff. And your Christmas presents are definitely coming from there, you and the boys. Well. Besides I'll a I'll lightsaber or, <laughs> or a $100 droid. <laughs> well, I, would, I wouldn't expect that. But uh, um, I, still, I still cherish, and I still cherish the BB-8 drinking yeah. cup you brought back. yeah. And uh, I have managed to put that on my kitchen counter, and my wife has not removed it yet. And I'm like thinking, it makes sense because you know what? As much as I, and I love my wife dearly, mm-hmm. she doesn't cook. No. I cook. She didn't cook. I cook. Well, I like to think that something so it's it, from the Underwoods, yes, and it holds a special place. Exactly. And it it it, it deserves like she she doesn't necessarily think that it deserves a, a place within the the mantle of the kitchen. But it doesn't deserve to be put away to where it can't no, be seen. And, and the thing is, it, it, it's an accent piece to where I cook. Yeah. And it inspires me. So, it stays. So, BB-8 has been proudly displayed for a long time. Yeah. So, anyways. Love it, dude. That's fantastic. And I, I just cannot wait to see how that all pans out. And uh, that's just... That's just good. That's just great. I mean, anytime about Star Wars, it's just, it's just like it brings us closer to all the things we talk about with Star Wars, though. So yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So what? Um, the other topic that we want to talk about tonight is the HBO series with oh, Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, Righteous Gemstones. So yeah, gr- I mean, I watched the, the first two episodes of the Gemstones, and I got to tell you, I mean, I love it. I think it's a great, great great series and uh first off it's one of those things like with the gemstones right so you have danny mcbride he wrote it produced it everything with it right so it has the same danny mcbride type of uh eastbound and down type thing so danny mcbride as you know i i I always call him kenny powers because i'm amazed i remember his name but um 
it is the same. T- he plays a very similar type of character as to all what he always plays, and um, I think it's it, it's interesting um, to take this uh, context of him being part of like a Billy Graham type of family, and they take him and they put him in these situations, and he wrote it like I said, and. Uh, it's it, it's a very interesting. It's a sister and a brother who are like the sisters never included with all the type of uh, um, religious like savings that they do. And his brother, his younger brother, is like the hipster guy that wears like the beanie hat and does all this stuff. And he's and that guy's fantastic. And I and I'm gonna I don't remember his name, but he's really good in it. But it's a great show, and. Um, if you like Danny McBride's humor, then you're going to like this show. And if you like like Vice Principals, which I loved, mm-hmm. you're going to like this. And if you like Eastbound and Down, you're going to like it. Because he, he still has the same cadence, the same type of talking, the same type of thing that he does. But different, different scenarios. And it's like his, it's toned down. It's not, it's not Kenny Powers, but it's toned down. And but he still like he delivers his lines the same way, like like we saw him in like Journey Back to the Center of the Earth with uh, uh, I forget his name now with Dwayne Johnson. No, uh, yeah. Journey to the Center of the Earth was Dwayne Johnson. Was that him? The Rock, yeah. Okay. Or um, also no, Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser, yeah. I'm talking about the one with Brandon Fraser. Gotcha. Yeah. So. But, um, no, he does a great job. What's funny, though, is that, like, you know, it's obviously, like, you know, we, we live in Charleston, South Carolina. I think we, we've said it, Chucktown. That's yeah, where yeah, we, yeah, That's where we're from. Home of Bill Murray. Yeah, home of Bill Murray, right? So, no, I mean, I should say we're from here, but I am from here from via Pittsburgh. Well, we're from here for the past five years. Yeah, yeah but I cannot go without saying I'm from yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm, I'll so, always be a Tennessee boy, but... Charleston always have a place. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's where we met. So, but um, the, all, everything was filmed was like right by where I work and stuff too. So when I drive to work, I see all the scenes. Yeah. Like I like I drive past Rim Time, which if you've seen episode one and two, Rim Time, you understand is a huge yeah. part yeah, of the movie. Yeah, huge thing here, right? It's the one on Remount, right? Was yeah, the, exactly. It's right yeah. by uh, La Nortina's, the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, that go to yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly, right? So, yeah, exactly. So it's, they, it's like right next to. They it. were doing. Uh, I remember they were doing a casting call over mm-hmm. at like a church. Yep. And they were. It was. It was. It was right close to there, but they were doing like a weird time of day. It was like. It was like mid-morning like on a weekday yeah type of thing that's kind yeah. of why i didn't do it but. well so we have also have a mall here in uh, charleston called the citadel mall and it's also i mean obviously if you know charleston charleston is also the home of citadel the university yeah so i mean the citadel yeah yeah the, the citadel yeah right. yeah if you watch um if you watch um what's the the one that we're just house talking of about cards. house of cards yeah they they reference the citadel yeah, exactly and yeah. taps yeah, taps. Yeah, it was in taps too. So well, I mean, they 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 call it something else, but that's what it is. Yeah. But um, so the checkerboard thing and all that stuff. So yeah, it's the Citadel. That's that's Chucktown, right? So there's a mall here called the Citadel too, which, um, as all malls, has turned into a, a barren wasteland. Yeah. 
and they actually um, put like their gemstone gemstones is the name of their like uh, religious organization. Mm-hmm. They put that into the mall, and what's funny though is that the mall, like on the entrances, it's an old Sears building, the old Sears anchor, yeah, and which is empty. So that's what they rented out, and they put gemstones on the outside of it. It's still there. Is it still there? It's pretty. It's awesome. still there. Well, so, I'm gonna have to go like drive by. Oh, to it's, it's hysterical. You can see it though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, great show, funny, very funny, and um, you know they definitely they 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 poke fun of the religious aspect to a degree. But you have um, John Goodman, who plays a very leveling force. And when I say leveling force, it's like that's where it's like they're poking fun of something, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is what Daniel Bride does. Yeah. And um, But they have John Goodman as this overriding arcing. Like, you look at John Goodman as still having the wholesome religious feel to these things. But he still has this killer instinct, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like he puts his church where like he's gonna pull like people from other churches to come to his church, and he's just like, "Hey, pastors, I'm sorry, this is you know, in a way." But he's also kind of cutthroat when it comes to that. But you can still understand that Goodman has a purpose as far as spreading the gospel, where his kids which is Danny McBride and two other people I was talking about, they come in and they're underneath him and they are not... They're still spreading the gospel, but because that's what they're supposed to do and also because of the monetary reasons behind it. And it's yeah. it's a very... It's a, it's a great... It's funny. It's very funny. And I don't want to ruin it because I want people to watch it. But the first two, they really get... They get into a scene with him and... It's um, we, I touched on it before when I talked about um, you know how it was produced and what people were doing with it and stuff like that. But it is um, definitely something that people should tune into and see. It is a classic Daniel Bride, and just, just take it for what it is, man. And I think that in the end, I think in the end that you're going to get to a point where the goodness and the gospel. And everything else is going to triumph. And I think it's going to like placate to that piece where, yeah, we've been poking fun of all this all along. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I think it's going to come out to be like, you know what? There's some good things here. And maybe just, you know, have a little bit of faith. Maybe have a little yeah. bit of this, have a little bit of that. It's kind of like a Saul on to Damascus like drive, yeah. uh, type of moment where like he's got like his car is going to break down in the middle of like. Dorchester Road. Nah. <laughs> and he's just gonna like stare up into the heavens. There's gonna be this blinding light that uh. comes down to him. <laughs> so, but they use like so many iconic Charleston scenes. Like they, they film the one girl, like um, his sister lives on uh, the plantation home. Like it's a tourist spot now. And uh, I forget the name. Uh, the Boone, either Boone. Yeah, Boone Hall. Is it Boone Hall? I think it's Boone Hall or it's. One of the plantations that we have here in uh, South Carolina, and uh, is like if you go to tour it, you can tour the building and you tour the house and stuff like that. But they they make it out like it's her house and like like the 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 writing up to it, 
is the traditional southern scene of yeah. you know, South Carolina with the overarching yeah. trees with the peat moss hanging yeah. down and all that type of stuff. And they capture Charleston really beautifully. And I mean, outside of rib time, obviously. Yeah. But um, but the rest oh, of the hey, stuff, hey, yeah, yeah. People don't understand North Charleston, so, <laughs> yeah. so we, we got to take it easy on people. But uh, North Charleston, just so people know, in Chucktown is not probably the most um, eloquent part of eloquent town. Most, the, it's not the best part of town. It's not terrible either, but mm. Mm, yeah. It's not They're terrible. Like, we go there. If we, you go to like College Park over in Atlanta, that's definitely worse than yeah. what um than what north charleston is but you know it's it's yeah. not like it's it's not the greatest part of town yeah i mean chuck town chuck town chuck town's a great place it's a it's a beautiful place there's a lot of great things here i work down in this i i literally work in the area where all this was filmed yeah and it's just like and what i really appreciate about danny mcbride is that you know even though i mean he chose to do this here yeah he's and, from Myrtle beach right well no he's not from there but he filmed uh uh, eastbound down. Eastbound and down up in Myrtle Beach, though. Well, he, he doesn't live in there yet? I thought he lived well, he, no, he lives here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives in Charleston now. Oh, does he live in Charleston now? He lives in Charleston because oh. um, he said that, you know, what I, from what I've gathered, like, he knows Bill Murray. So him and Bill Murray got together. They talked or whatever. And next thing you know, Danny McBride is, like, has residence here now. So I don't know if he lives here full time or not. I have no idea about that. But what he's done is he's infused this because Vice Principals was also filmed in Charleston. So, so like that is another one. So, so basically, his a production company which I talked about before, and I mentioned the name and I forget the name now. But he has a production company and he definitely makes an effort to do Charleston. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Dan McBride married actress uh, Gia um, Ru- uh, Ruiz. Um, since just October 15th, they have a son and daughter, and he currently lives with his family in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, he's here. I mean, he's a resident. I didn't know that. So, we'll probably see him with the River Dogs. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. Cool. If so, we'll get a picture for the podcast. Yeah, we will. Good dude. Ask him to sign my bros cap with Kenny Powers. And ask him about the the whole um, rocker thing, if that was how much of that was based upon John Rocker. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Oh, even if it was, it went off on a tangent. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, when he went to Mexico, when he went to Mexico. Mexico and stuff like that, yeah. But that was just that was so funny, and you know, I mean, I, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I got a, I got a Myrtle Beach's uh, Merman's uh, Kenny Powers T-shirt, so I am uh, on board with that one. It was so funny. But um, no, bottom line, again, it's a great show. It looks like a, a well, a well thought out type of comedy that that, and then he also brings in um, Goggins too. So. Um, can't wait for that one because he is so funny he's the guy that does the he was the uh his uh partner in crime on vice principles and if you didn't if you don't know him he plays just a great character on that he plays this uh this southern guy that's married to an asian lady 
And uh, again, of course, it's all all those crazy dynamics they put into it, this type of stuff. But uh, he's very, 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 very funny. And um, he brings them back, and this guy, and he plays this crazy preacher guy. And they, and that's in episode three. I think he's coming in three on episode three. So I know three's available. I'm not sure four's yet yet is available yet. I'm not sure, but but I've seen one and two, and I'm telling you what, this is gonna be good. Yeah, Watch he's it. been a bunch of stuff. Um, Goggins. Oh yeah, yeah. He was in um, what was the one about the Kentucky? Um, uh, Ranger, not the not Ranger, but um, what do they call him? Like, uh, um, the people that like hunt warrants down and stuff like that. Not like not bounty hunter, bounty hunter, but like the the government organization that does that. Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Like he was the one that that was in the um Justified. He was in Justified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played mm-hmm. a really good part. Was in Justified. Yeah. Yeah. Very talented guy. And 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 six. Six is actually a really good TV show too if you haven't watched that. But <clears throat> but he, this he he pulls he he definitely pulls out all the comedic stops as he did with Vice Principals. And if you didn't see Vice Principals, he is he's I, I hate to say this because it's Danny's show. But he's better than Danny. I mean, mm-hmm. his performance in that was so solid, so solid. And that's a great that that's <laughs> that's very funny. It's a very funny show. Yeah. So, anyways, bottom line, we brought it up to you one time before, talked about it coming out. It's out. I've watched it. I'm telling everybody, go watch it. Got to see. It's it's a must see. And uh, I think that um, people will appreciate it. Don't don't shy away from it if you're hyperly religious. You know, just like don't shy away from the other one we talked about before, um, with the, uh, the devil and the angel on. Um, yeah, the the one on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Exactly, similar thing. So it's like. I mean, they definitely you can feel you can feel the poking at it. But I, I honestly think in the end of this, it's going to have a redemption piece that's going to probably resonate and understand that good is obviously going to conquer evil in this in the end of this. But we'll see. It's, we'll see. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So you'd recommend it? Mm-hmm. And John Goodman, like I said, is a leveling. He is a leveling force. And first off, when good when Goodman's on screen, he owns it. Yeah, I mean, he just owns it. I mean, yeah. he owns that's true. Anything that he does, I mean, he just owns Big it. I mean, Lebowski, it, anything it, like it's that. just yeah. it's something about him, though. I don't know what it is that that makes him so yeah this, but he definitely owns it. And but the way that they're playing him, I mean, he's like the evangelist evangel type holistic holistic yeah. preacher that's lost his wife, and he's like kind of lost but he still just has a lord but yet he still has a kind of a like they show the evil side with him wanting to dominate all the churches and all that type of stuff but he's doing it under the guise of meeting his wife's dream of spreading the gospel yeah. you know 
and and it goes back to him and it's like he's a sad guy broke he's a broken down guy watching like like old billy graham type episode type things where his wife and him are like getting together singing gospel songs and stuff like that and he just watches this stuff over and over again and it's like it, it, it kind of gives you a sense of who he is and i think you know is even though it's a comedy they develop the characters out so far early on and you get a good sense of who they are so it's not a lazy comedy yeah it's not lazy no i mean i've, I've been mean to watch it i'll probably definitely watch it tonight as i'll be high on humera and won't be able to sleep so <clears throat> um cool man uh anything else any last thoughts on that mm. Other than take me to Galaxy Edge with you, but I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm good. That's that's all I got, brother. Um, and y'all are welcome to go. I'm not gonna pay for your way. <laughs> no, no, no. I want I know. I want a free ride. I'm gonna go for that adoption thing. I'm still going for the uh, let's uh, let's have Josh adopt Matt and make him a listen, sibling listen, or not a sibling, a, a a dependent. Let's start a change.org. Yes. Account. Yes. We had to start a, a Patreon account. Yeah, but first off, Josh, if I feel that I'm your son, does it not mean that I can't go? No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that we need to start a Patreon account okay. to, to fund your way to there. <laughs> <laughs> you can come. <laughs> For all I care, I'll probably have more fun with you. Well, granted, I'll, I'll take Daniel, and then Daniel and I will have more fun. But My God, Andrea's it, not going to care at all. Could you imagine me, you, Daniel? Grayson, any yes. maiden. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And then it would be like, okay, women, we love you dearly, and we do. We yeah. love our we love our wives dearly. But let's be honest. Do you think they'd really want to go with us? Absolutely. Absolutely no, not. Absolutely not. Yeah. They'd be happy to enjoy that one pool that they always show in the Disney ad that no one ever uses. Yeah. That pool. That yeah. that's where they could go for the day. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll be staying over the the resort with that pool. Yeah. Um, so, and that pool's gonna be closed when we're there, actually. So the big pool. Ah. So, but um, yeah. So, uh, did did Danley ever come back with a question? No, but he didn't. But he did have he one did. that he. Well, we, we've got the one question then. We do have a question. Though. So this is the segment that we like to call Danley ask a question. Yes. So, so what question does Danley ask? So Danley <laughs> was a little perturbed with us. Last week, yes, he was. Granted, he was he was probably perturbed the weeks before, for good reason. Yeah, because but as I mentioned in Facebook, procrastination's a bitch, <laughs> and so I I I vow to not procrastinate this week at least, and um and get this out quickly. But um the weeks prior, I definitely did procrastinate, and I apologize, Danley. About that, um, but, but we're, we're already we're, we're, we're already, gonna we're gonna pay you back yeah. many fold, and not um, giving us a question and and us taking one of the questions that you asked us yeah. in a very serious factor. Yeah, um, because to, he was concerned. Yeah, uh, well, obviously. Yeah, uh, and so we're already under the explicit umbrella, right? Yeah. Well, if you if you had a brother that was reaching out as far as he could to talk about things like Broadway. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be a little concerned? Well, I'm not going to say any way or other because you can take that how you feel. Yeah. Today. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's a slow sh- slope. It, it's from, a slippery from, slope. You're yeah, correct. From 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 liking Lee Miss to to seeing 
all of the notes of Ohio, uh, of Oklahoma. Yes. And uh, and then then eventually it goes to 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 knowing cat verbatim. It's it, 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 you're you are correct. You are and correct. then then by Danley's logic, it goes to to what? He also goes to Danley um, asking if you and I are going to get some plastic drums and play stomp. But anyways, besides that, Danley's <laughs> question said to us... And the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give enough time, yes. <laughs> so Danley's question, as inappropriate as it might be, after listening to all of our Broadway talk last week, which... Um, was a departure from our normal discussion. Danley's question to us would be, Josh, Matt, can you please tell me how a dick tastes like? Ooh, got this one. Okay, you got it. You're good. You're good. You're going to take it. You're going to take it. Okay. I spent enough time in the military okay. to know this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone say salty. Okay, salty. Okay. Yet not on um <laughs> not not Go ahead, Josh. not unpleasant <laughs> It's got it's got a, a warm cream center. It's kind of like a tootsie pop, you know. How many how many licks does it take to the to get to the the center of a tootsie pop? You know you know it's coming. It never equals up to the same amount. But there's there's a sweet treat in the middle of every single one. Josh, okay, wrap this shit up. No, go ahead, give your answer. <laughs> Danley, it tastes it tastes just like you. <laughs> okay, guys. Make sure to like, comment, you know what to do. This has been the Nerd Force Podcast. <laughs>